you have just entered the Katie Ma podcast, keyboard plus mouse or die. Hey guys, what's if going on? If I was your to never let oh. go. Oh my <laughs> I didn't even get through the intro, Fenton. What's going on, guys? <laughs> God damn it. You totally derailed me. <laughs> Welcome to the KB Mod Podcast. This is episode 46, and Nick Fenton is just insufferable. Scott, you've been you've been screwing up the intro since podcast one. Yeah, don't I act like that's it's actually screwing you up. Point. It's just a bit at this point. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but really, Fenton, you... The, like I, we need to get this out in the air now. That song is bad. It's not catchy. And you, what if we're keep... just chilling by the fire while we're eating fondue. <laughs> I don't Literally, know about me, but I know about you. Me Say hello to falsetto in three, two, swaggy. Swaggy. Some of the worst lyrics of any song ever. If I was your boyfriend. Okay, there that it is. You're right. DMCA takedown notice. It was so it was so close. Like they might think it is. So this is just a disaster from the beginning. How's everyone doing? I hope you guys are all doing well. I'm just gonna totally ignore everything that was said up to this point. Um, yeah. What uh, what's been going on, everyone? I, I missed last week. I, you guys did like a shorter, shorter cast. Somewhat shorter. Actually, ended up being an hour and a half. Uh, we okay. had, uh, well, Alex, Brandon, see. myself, and Hex. Yeah. And we did. We went ham on Twitter. We had a lot of Twitter questions. Thanks for watching, uh, Scott. Yeah. Watching? Yeah. Why would you watch? Well, you can watch the bar go across. <laughs> I guess. I, tried to watch. I guess. <laughs> I didn't really get what was going on. It was weird. Why? But, did you say but... wirecast? Hmm? No. What? No. I, I was I was eating these delicious Chipotle barbecue Doritos, and I thought somebody said wirecast. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's the best plot. That's the best streaming tool. <laughs> God. Damn wow, it. we were rusty on that. Podcast. So we got a uh, we got a full house tonight. We do, uh, yeah, a little bit of everyone ooh, here. Can I be Uncle Jesse? <laughs> <laughs> no, you can if be I Uncle Joey. You've no so. doubt raped children. I oh, that guy was always <laughs> creepy. Any guy that makes his that beaver Beautiful sound game. stuff. Oh God, cut it out. Yeah, that's what. It was. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Tell you. He's Canadian, by the way. Alex that's will be it. Dave Coulier someday. <laughs> Did he go to your prestigious acting school, Alex? That uh, that actor who played Joey. Wow. No. Alex died. Well, he's not even here. No, I just, just don't respond to Scott. But didn't didn't the 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 native guy from um, uh, Free Willy? Free, Free Willy. Willy. Yeah, yeah, I was watching one night, and you're like, fun fact. And, <laughs> went to and the Sandro. Sandro's like the big one. <laughs> he <No>. was a <laughs> side so character in Free Willy. Optimus Prime go to your school? <laughs> oh yeah, the voice Optimus Prime. And me. <laughs> And you, of course, yes. But you may not be there much longer. Who knows? Yeah. So what's what's been going on with that? I mean, we can go to what we've been playing, but it's been a while since we've had the whole crew together, and there's been a lot that's yeah, transpired, I think. And yeah, Nick we started and, to clique uh, up. You know, it. Nick and Scott are real close now. They don't talk to anyone. They're all bitchy in the corner. And, uh... <laughs> it's kind of true. Wow. It's weird. Ever to, since like, Nick Fenton came Fenton here, we spent really like an fun. entire week inside of Scott's mouth is what happened. <laughs> it was unbelievable. <laughs> Dude, didn't do anything. Was... Nick just placed himself in Scott's mouth and just sat there. <laughs> and I sat there like a like a golem. Like I was just like, <laughs> I was like, yep, this is nice. It was weird. It was weird. I like oh, my cheeks were always full. People were like, "What the fuck is going on?" You can't even Scott, talk. Why do you look like a chipmunk? I'm holding it. I'm holding a man inside of my mouth. Through my mouth. Yeah, it was nuts. But no, we had a good time. I think right, Fenton. You had a good time. It was all right. Yeah, Fenton averaged. We no. we did. 
I mean, no. Scott doesn't. Have... Scott doesn't beverage. Scott's a uh, great guy. Doesn't That's drink. right. Yeah. Fent- yep. Ever. Yeah. No. I don't ever. We don't ever indulge. But no, we had a we had a good time. We saw some of L.A. We, we went we to cuddled. Disneyland. We went to Disneyland wearing each other's face shirts like we said we would. And I realized when we got onto the shuttle, me wearing sunglasses, him wearing his dumb looking hipster glasses. <laughs> And we sat down and we were. And as we sat on each other's faces to go around Space Mountain, I realized (laughs) that we were going to be best friends forever. No, I was going to say, I realized everybody thinks we. You look like a gay couple, did you? Dude, we got so many looks. Like people would point and then like whisper to each other as we were walking. (laughs) So good. I mean, I got. Was anyone else with you? Uh, Sparkles, Captain Sparkles. Sparkles. What's that? George came. God, he probably trailed behind by like ten feet. No, he God, was, he, he's got, he was, he was not, relatively cool with it overall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, he was. I don't know. Jordan he's, is a great guy. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. way more laid back and in, uh, in person. I, I find like he's a he's a chill dude. So it's fun. He also doesn't so, use regular. He uses uh, special money. He doesn't use regular money. Oh God, that's what we found out. So yeah, we have to. Are we going to really tell this story? He's going to be mad. He doesn't listen. Okay, I know he doesn't. <laughs> listen. listening there. Yeah. He, dude, the first thing he said to me, he called me a sellout. It was the first thing. Like, no, he didn't. Yes, I guess he did. He was did like, he really? He made a sellout joke within five minutes of me meeting him oh. in person. And I was like, dude, I, how do? You? He's like, yeah, I see everyone calls you a sellout. I'm like, God damn it, <laughs> unbelievable. But yeah, no, he's a great dude. And but at one point we were, what were we at the? Was it at the food court or whatever? Like pizzeria I guess. thing. With yeah, his- and. <laughs> And he, he, I don't, you can tell the story. You were going to like split a, a bill with him or something. And then he was like, he was like, do you have like a five? And he was like, sorry, I ran out of my regular money. All I have is fifties and hundreds. That's what he said. And he's like, and we're just like regular money. What? Regular money. Like Jordan. the way he phrased it made it seem so like just. pretentious. Like I ran out of my regular money. I only have you guys are plebes. and hundreds. Yeah. Basically. For those, for those who are listening and don't know who Jordan is, Captain Sparkles. Very just, nice. He's not a, just not YouTube Captain Sparkles. No, quite, quite a large YouTube. It's funny. <laughs> But, yeah, that was so we haven't been playing much this week, though, because no. you guys had E3, Nick was traveling, and then he was out, out in the middle of nowhere yeah. in Minnesota, and I was on a canoe trip last weekend, actually. Yeah. So all kinds of all stuff. all kinds of sunburned or what, Daniel? Oh, the Lord in heaven. My forehead was bleeding. I was, I was foreheaded. I was uh, God. burnt so badly. Um, the thing was, I was, it was really stupid. Like, I got caught up in just, you know, hanging out with people and canoeing obviously and then putting suntan lotion on i didn't put any lotion on because it was overcast which was on its skin so i didn't think that's the killer yeah Yeah. it's overcast you never and and then you're on the water so it's all reflecting up off the water but uh so the inside of my legs were all burnt if you didn't know dan's bald as fuck so (laughs) dude (laughs) well i'm actually not that bald it was actually my forehead proper if i'd had hair it would not have mattered did the egg get serious Seriously. If I had had some sort of bangs, it would have been much bangs. worse. They could do the movies. <laughs> but uh, it, then it ended up raining they could the, do entire, the, sun shop the entire day that we canoed, so that sucked, kind of. But mm. we had a good time anyway. Hey, girl, let me take you on my so. canoe, girl. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we didn't do... Oh, one horrible thing did happen this past week mm-hmm. as far as games we were playing my level 34 barbarian perished oh, r.i.p yeah <sighs> should have had yeah. leap you should have had leap <laughs> that's, the, <laughs> that's the battle cry <laughs> <laughs> i 
I just picture uh, the scene from Shawshank when he's on his knees. <laughs> Should have had Covered me. in shit. Yeah. <laughs> At least your character didn't die during the uh, lag um, problems with the servers the other day. Like, I heard, like, everyone's hardcore character that was playing at the time during, like, the 2000 ping lag spikes pretty much oh, died on Saturday. And yep. So. Without I think that's called, like, uh... A mass, mass. A ma- it's yeah. It's it's that's a that's genocide. I, was, I mean, yeah, I was yeah. Blizzard's Blizzard had some issues over the weekend for sure, and then it was your Sunday night or last night. I was playing hardcore, and uh, uh, you're just a it's, uh, punishment, aren't you, with this hardcore stuff? Well, but then it started lagging again, and I just flat out like the stream was like, no, go back. I was like, nope, <laughs> I'm not doing it. this. Went and played COD four. <laughs> I was like, I'm not doing this, but uh. Yeah, so I've been playing D3, played some COD 4 the other night, which was a lot of fun, actually. Man, I was talking to John about this in chat, and actually some of uh, some viewers as well, some guys who play Promon. They, COD 4 is dying, finally. It's finally... Yeah, no one there. No like, one on the streets. You know the boobies and beer servers that always had people in them? Yeah. Like, all, yeah. Even as of three months ago, nobody ever. Hmm. Just completely I actually went on today, and I was like, oh, there's. I have to go find something else. This is weird. Yeah, it's it's uh, and John was saying the uh, and actually some some followers and and fans in the stream were all like, yeah, Promod's kind of on its way out as well, although the pub servers are still doing well. But so that's kind of sad because <laughs> that's the last real solid Call of Duty. But, no way, Black uh, Ops Mon- Call or uh, Modern Warfare Two. <laughs> I'll try WNet. Well, Four Delta One is doing pretty well actually. I don't even but know what that is. It's basically Alter IW, IW. But you have to own the game, actually. Yeah, you have to own Modern Warfare 2 to play it. It just makes it it's less shitty. Yeah. So, but yeah, we don't have much to say, like I said, folks, about what we've been playing because uh, most people have been AFK. Well, thanks, for, thanks for asking me. But yeah, go ahead, Dan. Man, wow, I bet you played Black Knight <laughs> Retribution. I was about to be, but Alex and Brandon yeah. were around. Shit. <laughs> Alex, what did you play this weekend since since they've God. forgotten about us? Wow. Hockey. We're clicking up here, see? <laughs> yeah, I played the Marty Bodeur dick riding. That's all I played. How'd that and work out? How'd that work out for you, man? Um he's still, still got all those cards. Scott was a cool scene, Mike Richards. You know what? Jeff I'm turning off this cast. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Fucking Bob already tweeted me a picture. I didn't even respond. I'm like, I'm not I'm not responding, okay? I don't care. You know what? In the lo- in the long run, like I've come to terms with it. They were fucking cancer on our team anyway. Our team's better without them overall. Dude, Scott, what's it like knowing that team? It sucks to see them win a other. cup. It sucks to see them win a cup, but it's like, all right, whatever. You know, they're not on the team anymore. Scott, I'm teams that over. hate each other that are from across the freaking continent yeah. who come together to shit on the Flyers. Yeah, how does uh, that feel? That's fine. You know what? <laughs> we knocked the Penguins out of the playoffs this year. Yeah, I know. How many cups do you have? Blah, blah, blah. I don't give a fuck. I'm, I'm happy for your team building yeah. a team to be only the Penguins. Hey, you know what? At this point, I will take anything I can get because that's about all we can do right now. So if we can knock out the Penguins every year, I will be happy. So. I actually went to a margarita bar for a birthday party uh, yesterday, and the bartender was from Pittsburgh. And as soon as he was like, where are you from? I'm like, from Philadelphia. He like literally, I think he started putting shit on my margarita because I felt awful today. You couldn't, tell, uh, you couldn't see him reach into his pants. <laughs> I, didn't, Olivia, I, didn't so I, I don't know if he's just re- scratching his ass or putting shit in my margarita. <laughs> I thought that was part of a margarita, to be honest. <laughs> I haven't been playing anything. I don't play video games anymore. 
That's just not true. You've been playing Left 4 Dead with Diction. That was a long time ago. Oh, okay? shit. Called that out. was a long time ago. It just takes, you know, famous YouTubers, it takes them forever to put videos up because they got so much on the go. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't even know who this person that's who has a Twitter account. I don't even know what happened to your Twitter. You're just a mess over there. Uh, Smash to poop, smash or, to something? poop or something. I can't even figure. Smash it out. the yeah. pooper. You all, sh- you all should learn filmmaking tropes. Like you should just educate yourself because you look stupid when you don't know. Mm, okay. Well. Right. Ignorance I really is never love Kill Bill. <laughs> <laughs> So what about you, Brandon? Well, so I, uh, I didn't play a ton this weekend because I've been packing up to move to a new apartment, but. Um, I did play played a little bit of Tribes, but mainly played Diablo. Uh, they had, I, I guess, I don't know, I guess it's technically an exploit or whatever, but it was allowing people to level super fast. And so we kind of power leveled uh, before that got hot fixed and got to 60 and then started farming and, uh, and realized that farming is not very, uh, not very enjoyable, not fun. Yeah. Well, it's just it's, I, I think it'll be better with the new patch that I think we'll have a post coming out on soon. But right now, it's it's just painful when like someone in your group will get an amazing <laughs> item, and then you just you just get complete garbage, like stuff stuff <laughs> that stuff that you just wonder how that drops in an inferno anything. Um, yeah. But so played a little bit of that. But really, the the game that was out of my norm uh, was so I picked up the humble bundle. And, and I decided, you know, my New Year's resolution for gaming was to, like, actually play through more single-player games. And I haven't been doing a very good job of that. So I decided to try to try getting into that. So I played uh, a bit of Limbo. And I didn't so really... I mean, I'm sure a lot of people already, you know, have already played through it and whatnot. But I didn't really know what to expect. I've never watched a video on it. I haven't really read that much about it. I just know that it's, you know, it's gotten critical acclaim. So I started, and I was, and I thought it was like the opening <laughs> sequence, and my guy just wasn't moving. And I was like, oh, I'm just in the game now. Yeah, it just starts. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And then, and then, so as I kept playing through it, like I didn't realize that it was kind of gruesome in its like oh, black yeah, and white way. It's creepy. It caused a lot of controversy. Yeah, like, like it was so, it was so much. I didn't know what to expect, and I just see my guy running around, and the first time I died, I was like, oh, yeah. that is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's caused a lot of controversy because it's, I mean, it's a little kid um, that you're playing. For those who haven't played Limbo, the game is all in black and white and uh, creepy, just really creepy. But it's it's just a platformer, a puzzle platformer. But um, the ways you die, the first kind of boss, quote unquote, it's not really a boss, but that you fight as a giant spider and you can just get impaled from head to, you know, just cleaved basically yeah when i was trying to figure out that puzzle like i just i wanted to keep dying to the spider because the death animation was so awesome yeah the worst is (laughs) like you can drown and you just sit there and you watch the kid just like stop moving and it's yeah you see him hiccup two or three times like trying to catch breath and then he just goes still and floats it's terrifying yeah like the the first time i kept dying in different ways i was like wow that is that this game is way more morbid than i thought it was gonna be (laughs) But it's so good. Game. I didn't. I didn't play through all that much. I got stuck on one puzzle, and and I called it quits. But I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna return to it soon because it's not. It's not that long, is it? Uh, it's like no. I'm two thirds of the way through. Three hours, maybe. Yeah, Nick? two or three hours. Is yeah, I think I think I probably I probably made it over halfway through. But really so good you, game. 
Yeah, it's it's awesome. And Steam Summer sales are coming. Uh, <laughs> brace yourself. Brace yourself. Uh, yeah. <laughs> For you, <clears throat> um, they usually start end of June, early July, but I don't think it's consistent every year. My body is not ready. But um, yeah. So moving on, since since we had we have a lot of lot to talk about today, actually, um, the build guides came out last week, and uh, we kind of made some departures from the norm in this week's. But my lord, did we put some horsepower in the professional build? <laughs> This month, um, the I think what was it the starter Brandon we left pretty yeah, much. Yeah, the starter is basically the exact, exact same, but same. we put what I think is a little better video card because I prefer Sapphire over uh, yeah. I think the power color we had in last month's build. We came really close too. Yeah, on these buttons. Yeah, like, that that starter build still just an absolutely ridiculous build for eight hundred bucks, um, and we actually finally have a decent power supply in it too. So. That that's yeah. that's absolutely the best build you can get for eight hundred dollars, bar none. Um, the enthusiast we we changed it up a little bit just because the six seventy came out after last month's build guides, and because it just represents such a good value uh, compared to the six eighty, we decided to actually drop the video card down to a six seventy and put in a twenty six hundred K, because that hyper threading on that processor will help with a lot of the stuff that gamers are now doing stuff like rendering videos or live streaming or that sort of thing so i think the enthusiast compared to uh, last month's build is a little bit more well-rounded but yeah then we get to the professional which we kind of go off the deep end <laughs> and uh, and we we dropped that because last last month we went with ivy bridge and i think that was a really strong build but this time around, we just we went with all-out gaming horsepower. We dropped it back down to a 2600K, so dropped down to Sandy Bridge, but we stuffed two super-clocked 670s into that build. <laughs> so SLI 670s for your just, professional build. Just ridiculous, ridiculous <laughs> wow. gaming power. That, that will push easy triple monitor at, at 1680 by 1050 and, and probably even high settings at, at uh, 5760 by 1080. I would think. On like BF3, we're talking. If people out there are wondering what kind of a game you can run. It's going to um, push Limbo to its absolute triple, limits. Yeah, <laughs> Limbo to its absolute <laughs> limits of, of 60 FPS. Really. Let's, let's just that. say that if you can push those two cards to their limit, you have more than $1,800 to spend in the first place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because, yeah, you could definitely... Um, I don't know if people have... You know, I know not everyone pays attention to hardware benchmarks or reviews, but the 680... Which is only slightly, and I do mean slightly like better. Three percent. Yeah. I have a six eighty. Uh, I don't regret it, but don't buy one, please. Yeah. <laughs> right now, it's just not the best value out there. Even if you have the extra eighty bucks, it's just not worth the extra eighty bucks. So, but with two six with one six eighty, you can do triple monitor BF three. Just one six eighty, and this is two six seventies. So it outperforms the six eighty by. By leaps, leaps and bounds. I mean, it's not. <laughs> yeah, this to say this is future proof for gaming. I think is about is about. I mean, it's really an accurate statement because two six seventies are going to push anything that comes out in the next two or three years, no problem. And I, I mean, your your processor might might get bottlenecked in a couple years, but I don't know. I don't think we really see CPUs like high end CPUs getting bottlenecked right now. Not not yeah. really even close. I mean, you could 
I'm even trying to think of a game you could throw at this that would even choke it. Uh, and one other consideration that, that we didn't too with bring. DirectX 11 HD patch on three monitors or something. Yeah, three, yeah, that's the thing. That's the crazy thing. It would have to be across three monitors. One monitor, if you're just playing on one monitor with this. All right, let's be honest. When Brink 2 drops, it's going to push all of this yeah. stuff to the, to the max. <laughs> so that'll be good. But And the other thing, too, that, that we kind of took into consideration with the, that top build this month, but not, not really, because we said last month we weren't taking overclocking into account, but I think that's kind of another point in favor of this, because... The 2600K overclocks extremely well. Uh, the new Ivy Bridge stuff does not overclock quite as well. So that's that's another thing that was kind of swaying us a little bit, is that you can overclock that 2600K pretty far and, and really take that a lot farther than you can the Ivy Bridge from a from an overclocking standpoint. Yeah, this I would say that this... like. Prices and, and performance has come such a long way because this type of a build, which is an $1,800 build in this case, two or three years ago with that tech, this would have been like a $3,000 build. <laughs> like, just to get this kind of performance. And really, the so more incredible thing is that you would have had, you would have wanted to put a 1,000 watt power supply in it, too. Yeah. <laughs> what is, what is going on with these prices being so low? Is it just too much supply and not enough demand going on right now, or what? Like, what? No, what's what's going to happen? Or is law in effect. Next yeah. gen yeah. consoles are going to be like six hundred dollars, and for two hundred dollars, you're going to two hundred dollars more. You're going to be able to buy a solid yeah, gaming PC rig. that can do yeah. way more than that. So, this yeah. is just my point: that console gaming sucks, and PCs not that much more expensive if you know what you're doing. Yep, yep, yep. And we'll get a little, actually, a little bit more on that when we get to E3 too. But go ahead, John. You're gonna say something. Oh, I'm just saying, PC glorious PC gaming master race. <laughs> <laughs> But and also just to finish this off a little bit, if you look at the prices we hit for these, actually at one point we were—I think it was on the professional, might have been on the middle build though—we were literally nine cents under. Had to retool (laughs) like three parts to get to get three dollars (laughs) under. Yeah, it was ridiculous. But so if you have eighteen hundred dollars. And you don't want to buy a new PC for about five years or six years even. Well, and really, <laughs> the, really the best answer, though, is like if you have that money to spend and you're not on triple monitors or you're not like running a high-resolution monitor, just get a single 670. You know, like we put, yep. we put the build together to maximize those price points. But just because you have the money to spend, like make sure that you, that you actually have like the setup that's going to use that power. Otherwise, just yep. get a single card. Yep. Yeah, so. I mean, a dual video card solution is never the best thing for you. But when, like, I, I will never recommend somebody builds a PC with two cards. But when you can build a PC of that caliber with two cards, that's infinitely better than any single card solution for that price. There's yeah. absolutely no reason not to. The headache that yeah. the headache that two cards will cause you. It, it, I mean, it can be a nuisance sometimes, like with new drivers and shit like that. But Two six seventies is going to perform the same as a as a as a six ninety for much Probably. much less money. It might actually end yeah. up performing better. It'd be close. But, <laughs> It'd but, be really close. Crossfire is so good. Crossfire. Well, actually, yeah. actually, I'm I would recommend you get two seventy nine seventies because AMD is better. No, I'll actually mention that was also like kind of a contributing factor is that I would. I would recommend SLI over Crossfire because at oh, this point yeah. I have yeah. more faith 
in NVIDIA's drivers and SLI profiles. I've so. cross-fired three generations of AMD cards. Uh, the 5 Series was okay. It was tolerable. Like, there was a three- or four-day issue after every... You after the you, right drivers. Yeah, there was yeah, a three- or four-day issue after every driver update in which they'd have to patch something. So you'd have to roll back to old drivers to make things work, and those old drivers didn't work really well with new games. So you had, like... It could, it could be three days or it could be three or four weeks before the games that you wanted to play actually worked correctly with the drivers. It, I mean, AMD's just not the way to go for dual-card solution ever. Dual-cards, yeah. Guy's got to go out to his driver shed, get flogged, and bring out the next set. Yeah, we've talked about well, they this. let go of a Catalyst guy, I believe. Oh, really? They let go of Catalyst guy? Yeah. Oh, okay. Did he have to so, change his Twitter know. handle? His Twitter <laughs> handle was Catalyst know, Creator. His <laughs> <laughs> claim to fame. But, so, guys. yeah. Dual guys are out. Um, I don't know how much May will change. That'll be more, or May, uh, July will change. So, but not much new tech coming out, except for maybe a 660 at some point. We don't know, but, um, yeah. So, if the, si- if the six, but, but I just have to speak up. If the 660 and the 660 Ti are anything like they were in the five generation, yeah. you are in for the best fucking video card ever made. That's going to be that's going to <laughs> yeah, be this generation's ninety eight hundred Pro. Yep, yeah, ninety eight hundred Pro was the best card that's of all what I time. Rock back in the day, yeah, ninety eight hundred. Well, and, and we already we already see with the six seventy that it look. I mean, it's basically a six eighty toned down a little bit. So if that six sixty Ti is just a little bit, you know, further down, but but is like that three hundred three twenty price point. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be a really popular card. We now interrupt your scheduled programming to bring you an urgent broadcast from the front lines of America. First piece of news that's not on here, but I don't know that we talked about it last week, or because maybe it didn't mm-hmm. happen last week. Was the humble bundle added three more games? Did we talk about yes. that last week? No, I don't think we did talk about it adding the games. Yeah. So as of this, as of the podcast posting, I think you'll have like a day left to to buy the humble bundle. If you don't buy this get all of these games, I just I don't even I don't even know what's wrong with you. This is the best <laughs> bundle ever created and they made it. Call them dumb, better. Brandon. You can call them dumb. Call them dumb. Go ahead. You fucking you're fucking retarded. <laughs> there you Brandon go. doesn't care about the fans anyways. Yeah, well, let's be real. <laughs> no Brandon, one ever. Brandon's Brandon's told me that he cares about the money involved in YouTube. Brandon yeah. makes like nineteen yeah. fifty a month. Yeah. Like nineteen dollars. That's just off the card video uh, AdSense royalties, I yes. think. Yeah, that's, so. that's that's a good month too. Yeah. <laughs> so they added they cover. added Bastion, Lone Survivor, and Super Meat Boy. Now Braid. If, Braid. Oh, oh, that's that's right, Braid. Um, sorry, Bastion was already added. So Lone Survivor, Braid, and Super Meat Boy. If you pay more than the average, uh, which currently is sitting at about eight fifty, and the cool thing is, if you already bought it and you paid under the average, you can add to what you paid and then unlock them so it's just just amazing just an amazing bundle and if you haven't supported it already find find what money you can and support support the bundle you might find this money in your couch cushions literally <laughs> 850 I mean, for eight I mean, games <laughs> you and you don't have to spend 850 if you don't want those other games if you already own them you can spend three cents doesn't matter three cents will get you amnesia limbo Super Brothers and one other one, and a couple soundtracks. Yeah, yeah, Psychonauts. And the, that's and three, I've actually that's heard the soundtracks are really good too. I'm gonna download the soundtracks. And, and Bastion's one you can listen to like 
you know, I said this last week, you could like burn it to a CD or put it on your iPod or whatever and listen to it in the car. <laughs> like it's, it's that good. It's not just video game music. So, but onto an article, an article that Alex wrote for us. And, uh, oh. I- <laughs> <laughs> there he is. <laughs> and I happen to agree with actually, despite not having played the first two dead spaces, I totally understand what you're saying in this. Now, if let me get this correct here. So the first two games, you're by yourself the whole time. I've watched playthroughs, parts of playthroughs. Yeah. So you're by yourself. It's quite dark, quite scary, quite brutal. Um, A lot of quites. Yes. <laughs> and the new game, you're going to be co-op? Well, no, that's not the way it works. There is still a single player. However, okay. this John Carver character that they've invented will play heavily into the single player. Now, nobody knows exactly what that means. Because, like, in Dead Space 2, you have uh, whatever her the name chick. is. The chick. Chick. <laughs> who, who will, like, at some points, like, Clearly open, a memorable character. open the, the door. Dead Ellie. Space Ellie, two? that's it. Ellie. Ellie. She'll the open little, doors for you. The little sisters you. and the big daddies. That's Dead Space 2, right, Alex? <laughs> yeah, Plasma. Uh, yes. Ken Levine wrote, wrote the, the script turrets, or whatever. The turrets. Okay. The fire from the hands, mm. <laughs> playing COD for Promod, and then making fun of Scott because he plays CSS. That's that's all in there. Scott okay. doesn't play. That Scott doesn't play CSS anymore. Not really. Plays Halo. See, oh, no. like like Ale- Alex, you can say whatever you want to try to troll people, and I just have to say Toronto Maple Leafs, and the <laughs> argument is completely invalid every time. I don't know if they're a storied franchise. It's okay, Alex. I'm here with the Minnesota Wild. I'll hold you. This is a sports podcast, by the way. Yeah. Uh, the, Brickyard, <laughs> the Brickyard 400 started tonight. And I think as long, as long as LeBron James doesn't get a red card, I'm pretty sure that the Miami Flaming Basketballs will get the pole position. <laughs> so, John's yeah. sports tweets are the best. <laughs> but... So we've got a second character, but you can play it two player. No, yeah, you As can well? play it co-op. There's no, there's no like Left 4 Dead like multiplayer anymore. But nobody knows how important um, this new character will be in the single player. Like, will they just come in and be part of the story and then leave you, or will? They be playing with you as an AI. No, no one knows. It's just, it's just very weird that they did this. And, <clears throat> and the first game is all the environment is basically in the ship the entire time, Super right? Like fucking dark, dark, yeah. Dark, yeah. And then like, even when they expanded it out in Dead Space Two, it was inside like a like a complex. Basically, it yeah. wasn't. You were in space. You know, sometimes you go into it was space. Like that's a big that's really space awesome mall. Part. But yeah, it's like you're inside a building in space with this one. You're it's so bright. You're it's outside all the time, and there's these huge, like huge arenas with set pieces, and people are just you know, necromorphs are just running. It's not the same game. It's not Dead Space. They're making so it like brighter. This is an awful that makes trend, me confused. Though, happened to series like Resident Evil. Like Resident Evil now is just yeah, a it's, fucking it's an action shooter. game, and not it's an action it's not game. Horror. It's just action. I know like, it's not. Yeah. That game used to. Yeah. I played Resident yeah. Evil One the back originals. in the day. Like watching this, yeah. the Resident Evil Six demo at E3. Like I was like, that doesn't look very scary. I was like, it's just, <laughs> it's a dumb. Yeah, it's just everything becomes like just an action. Like, look how much fucking, look how epic we can make this. Look how big this fucking boss is. Anyway, yeah, they like, don't yeah. really. Dead Space Two had scary moments, but for the most part, it was yeah. pretty much an action game. Not as definitely mm-hmm. not as scary as the first one at all. It was a pretty as hell action game though. Yes, it was I don't very. I know good. why you yeah. want to dumb down, 
like cause the sound, which was the thing that I always hear praise yes. for Dead Space. Mm-hmm. The sound engineering and stuff is just absolutely amazing. I mean, and even if you're in, if you're in a large space, that's going to take away from that too, which was one of the shining cornerstones of this game. I just don't. <laughs> I don't get it. I mean, and this is coming from someone who hasn't played the first two, but like amnesia with other people, like would be terrible. Yeah. That would be, <laughs> there'd be no point to that. Um, I don't know. It could, uh, yeah, it could go horribly wrong. I think it will go horribly wrong. Dead space three but, with another player is like, is like loading up brink at all. <laughs> just wow. a mistake. Well, like just having just another like person, like that's not scary. It's like, Right. Well, I mean, scary because well, you're isolated. You, you're just. I think when you add another person, guy. it becomes. Yeah, it becomes. They're changing the genre of the game. It's becoming an action game. It's All I want to know, like, it's the only way this could be salvaged is Dead Space Four. They like jump the entire genre and make a Brokeback Mountain video game. <laughs> and as long as this is a lead up to that, then okay. it'll all then be worth okay. it. But like if it like, could, yeah. like if you yeah. save the universe in Dead Space Three. And then the next game is just a romantic love affair between two hardened soldiers who don't know that they're gay, but just have feelings <laughs> for other men. Then yeah. it's totally worth it. But I don't see it going there. I think it's going to happen. <laughs> so One thing I, I did want to say is, so it's, uh, Isaac is still the main character, right? Yeah. In this? Yeah. Yes. It's like, wh- what the fuck does this poor dude, like, wh- he always is getting in these fucking awful situations. Like, I guess... I don't know, like, does the ship crash or something? He was originally this... like a technician in the first one, <laughs> yeah. and then he was like going to fix shit, and he's like, "Oh God, I have oh, to kill God. things." No, it's just so funny. Like now he's everyone fucking... is dismembered. I... <laughs> I feel like if it's going to be a good game, it's not going to be a good horror game. It's going to be a good action game with a good story. That's the only way I see it working out. But the problem with it though is that it 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 doesn't run on an engine smooth enough like Call of Duty. As shitty as it is, that game that yeah. engine is built for action. You're not clunky as Isaac, but you're certainly not. It's the kind of action like like a Resident Evil, though. You're supposed to be in this big, clunky engineering suit. You're flying through zero gravity. It's not supposed to be like, look at all my impressive moves. I'm a trained soldier. You're supposed to be scared as shit because you're not. You didn't sign up for this. So it's not an action series. Just outside of that, like even after Dead Space 2, wouldn't you be like, I'm staying the fuck away from anything to do with these fucking (laughs) cult, this cult. I'm getting yeah. away from here. I don't know. It's just funny, but yeah, I, I agree. I think you, I think I. That's exactly what I thought because I didn't. Um, I played the first one a little bit. I didn't. I was too much of a pussy to beat it because it is actually really scary. And then the second one, I watched the full playthrough of. And then this one, when I saw the trailer, like that's exactly what I thought. I was like, this doesn't look like the same, even in the same genre anymore. It's, it looks. I don't know. It looks like Gears of War. It does <laughs> yep. in a lot of ways. So, oh well. But. So moving on to something really, really positive, and we've talked about this before, uh, the new SimCity, uh, the engine behind it, we've talked about how amazing it's going to be with how every graphical cue will be... Representation uh, of data. Representation yeah. of actual data in yeah. your city. And uh, at E3, they revealed a lot more. They, there's a trailer, a gameplay trailer, which I'll talk about that first because it shows a little bit of the building aspects, which you know is obviously the point of the game. It shows the curved roads that you'll be able to have. Um, and the, the hundreds of thousands of simulated things going on at once. Um, but when you put a building down, it's like really visceral and it like, boom, like plops into place. And then like the parking lot builds around it. It takes some time to do that. And if there's a high rise, you actually see the cranes come out and build each floor. 
and it takes like you know maybe 30 <clears throat> seconds to build the high rise or whatever but uh it just looks graphically amazing and they said the graphics aren't even anywhere near what they're going to be uh when the game actually comes out cuz the graphical part of it isn't isn't matured yet but um they showed like just hundreds of people going in and it's out of crazy. buildings yeah like it's <laughs> and these are all all data and uh so the other thing they showed was an actual engine demo a demo of the engine and the particular one that we showed on the site there's several parts of it but was a demo of the water table and how water getting water to your city is going to work and uh they show how the industrial plants which this would happen this happened in uh in SimCity 2000, but it wasn't represented nearly as well, and there wasn't some sort of chance with it. With this, so if you have an industrial district, but your main water source, like an aquifer or something that you put a water tower into, if that's like relatively close to that, eventually seepage from the industrial sites <laughs> will leak over. And it may not. Seepage. What a fantastic it, word. <laughs> <laughs> it may not leak over, but but it also may leak over. And if it does, it'll start to pollute that water source, and then that pollution, polluted water will go to the houses the water is feeding. And each house has a simulated sim in it, and if these sims get sick, they won't end up going to work. And then they're a drain on your city financially because they won't work, but they're draining health care. It's like everything. <laughs> it's crazy, man. <laughs> and all those individual little things we simulated um, – and in real time, it's a yeah, it's yeah. a real world. Is literally it's what you're crazy. Building. And there's also going to be, and this is the reason they have the game online, but it's also new to SimCity. Uh, there's a thing called smelting plants that they're putting in the game, and these buildings you can actually mine resources directly from the game world and manufacture them into tradable or sellable goods. Um, which I would assume you then get to sell to other cities who maybe have a shortage of something or uh, that kind of thing, making that world economy that they justified the always online DRM with. Um, but you can, it's a, you can, we, did I write this? Yes. No, Hex wrote it. <laughs> so many things. You can manipulate every step of the supply chain and make the decision to sell your resources raw, refine them into a finished product, or combine multiple resources to sell something even more valuable, so a crafting system. And uh, basically, if, if you want to learn how to be a city planner, <laughs> yeah, get this. Fucking, start with Sim City. I mean, this is going to go on resumes of like the most successful Sim like, Sim City games, or like players are going to become city planners. I mean, it's yeah, nuts. It, it it is absolutely crazy because we said it was going to be crazy, but we had no no details at that point. Yeah, we I, uh, we talked about it in previous when we had less information, right? I think on the cast. Yeah, and yeah, like, like February when they had the yeah the initial trailer like showing some of the engine, and we were like. I don't know, like, it was amazing, but I was like, I wonder, like, on a full scale, if they're going to be able to pull that off, and it looks like they are. Yeah, that's, yeah, every, that's kind of my, like, I'm a little crazy. bit skeptical when I hear all of these awesome things, like, how, just how fine <laughs> the detail is going to be. Like, so I want to believe, break. I want to believe that that's, that it's going to be exactly like that, and every, you know, every building that you put down is going to, is going to have this really detailed animation and all that. I, I mean, if they can pull it off, I think it's going to be a very impressive game, and, and it might become the second game i own on origin but and <laughs> lest we forget yeah. uh the engine's going is being made from the ground up to be fully moddable so 
Well, and and I'll you're, I'll also I'll revisit tough. what I said about Diablo in that like I don't like the always online requirement, but if they make if they add value through that requirement, like if if all my stuff is saved on their servers so that I can play on my laptop and have the same like cities, you know, that I've built that are available mm-hmm. when I'm at home and all that, like if they if they give that value, then I'm a little bit more inclined to be okay with it. Um, and so hopefully they do that. If everything's connected like they say it is, then then maybe I won't have as much of a problem with it. Yeah. So I mean, I I think I think it, I'm going to purchase it for sure, <laughs> barring some crazy announcement. But it looks really really good. It looks like it's going back to the more less whimsical, and it even seems actually, despite the more depth, it seems less complicated than SimCity 3000 was. That thing was a mess. Um, but next we have one of the most surprising things to come out of, didn't really come out of E3 per se, uh, but Crytek, as we all know, the makers of CryEngine and the Crisis games, um, has announced that after Crisis 3, and any remaining contracts that Crytek may have, I'm not sure what which games that entails, but uh, Crytek's going to be going completely free to play with their titles. Um, it's odd. They're doing this so that you <laughs> yeah. don't have to feel bad when you steal their game just to benchmark your system. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. Well, the, the, point, it was a weird announcement. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I think make it's, any it's, sense it's a weird announcement for them to make when they like their first free-to-play title hasn't really even launched yet. Like there's a Russian beta, that's it. So they haven't even really gotten to to have a proving ground. It seems mm-hmm. it seems weird to make that proclamation when thus far, like your entire company's success has been based on regular retail games. Yep. And and your engine, I believe. CryEngine is is one of the ones that you don't have to pay very much licensing on at all, if any, to use if you want to make a mod. Um, but Notch Notch tweeted about it. He said, "Crytek are only doing free to play from now on." I'm about as excited about I'm about as excited about that as I was when James Cameron announced he was only going to make Avatar movies. <laughs> so what I took that to Best mean was movie ever. Um, it will look the games will look really good because CryEngine that's what it does, but have no substance whatsoever. Like they'll all be just generic terribleness. And uh, uh, we were talking before the cast, but it just reminds me of like them. Just I could just see Crytek churning out these games. Look, it's it's amazing graphics and it's poor ink. I think too. everyone's just looking like, at the World of Tanks model that makes zero sense. I mean, it makes yeah. money sense. Lots but people buy sense. the fucking shit out of stuff, especially in Europe and Russia. But yeah. but uh, it's like everyone's just like it's hap- like the mass the, the massive wave of shitty free to plays which it's gonna start it's starting soon yeah. and because well, everyone the is, thing doing is that's that's what God. happened before we had some of these better titles like Tribes yeah. and Blacklight all it was was bad games like Battlefield Play for Free yeah. but it's <laughs> Combat like, Arms I think it's it's weird though no, because but Battlefield Play for Three was never meant to be like a mar- like you these are like big in that game it's awesome these are big titles yeah <laughs> well, right that that's what I mean though I feel like I mean the the evidence is there that you can have a successful free to play game I think mm-hmm. you know multiple titles have already proved that but I think the the it, I just get a weird feeling about this because when I looked at Warface's website and saw all the marketing speak and we talked <laughs> about that last week like you can't. 
you can't sustain a free-to-play title on on marketing. So it it looks to me, at least their first effort here, seems kind of hollow. It seems generic, and you're not. I don't think they're going to be able to sustain their company on on a title like that. You're you're competing for people's time with free-to-play, and that's why they end up sinking money into it because they enjoy playing it. Mm-hmm. So like the Warface is going to have to be good. Or they're not, I mean, they're not going to get a chance to make a second game, you know? Like, they're going to have to consistently make good free-to-play games. Otherwise, they're just going to eventually run out of money. Yeah, and they can't mm-hmm. just make Crisis Part 77. Like, I mean... <laughs> you can't dumb Crisis down now that you've, like, built what it is. I mean, I don't care for the game, but I know it has a lot of diehard fans that yeah. aren't going to... Yeah. You can't produce... You can produce a solid multiplayer game as a free-to-play. I, I truly believe that because it's been done. But I don't think you could produce a, a solid single-player game and make it free. I don't see how it's possible. Yeah, I mean, I don't see how the replayability... Well, I mean, they'd have to have a multiplayer thing, obviously. But yeah, I agree with you. I don't see how you can do both, for sure. I think you'd have to... Free-to-play single-player just can't work. <laughs> well, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of like a paradox because the only way to make a single-player game worth replaying would be to have the story so good or diverge in different paths like the mm-hmm. 1999 Bioshock Infinite mode that people would want to play the game to experience it in a different way. So you need to focus then on, <clears throat> on substance but CryEngine yeah. is all about style. So it's, it's like yeah. a paradox. You need to worry about substance in order to make a game worth playing free. But yep. they, I, I they don't see... care about that. I could see the hybrid of DLC and F2P happening with single player where you have because now it's like with I want to pay like, for um, a good story. That yeah, fun. no, like so you, you like the initial <laughs> offering is like a two or three hour single player game. No, right? I, I'm telling you, though. And then no, I understand what you're saying. And then it's like, hey, if you want more episodes, you know, you yeah. can pay whatever. <laughs> like, yeah, like you'll just have fun. to go bridge or something. And it'll it's, be yeah, no, but that's what's happening see, with them. Um, sounds so just but not you wouldn't fun. buy it initially. So the, 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 I, mean, I wouldn't the buy that at all would be. You say can that, you but imagine, if the game was really good, if the game was really good, you would imagine Half-Life Two, Half-Life Two would come out like up to the part where you beat right. the speeder yeah. part, and then the it's like, speeder okay, part, well, and then it's like, well, now you got to pay ten bucks. Well, to get but, the second but see, so the interesting thing about that though, Scott, is that the this interview that he he did with VideoGamer.com, the CEO of Crytek, yeah. I'm not going to say his name because I don't know how to pronounce it, but his <laughs> he he actually says they quote him <laughs> they quote him in this article as saying he laments the rise of DLC and premium gaming services because he thinks that's milking customers to death. That's that's pretty strong wording from That's true. It's true though. Oh I mean I yeah I agree completely, but I think it's like I think he's basically saying we're not gonna do silly gimmicks like that. You know, we're gonna Hmm. have a uh-oh. Yeah. I feel, but but I mean I don't know that could just be speak again that could, he's obviously savvy yeah. savvy. I guess I'm guy. not just saying only for Crytek. Maybe you know maybe not maybe Crytek's not going to do that. But I just there's going to be some experimentation with with single player for. Could it possibly be like in the game? Like there are little you'll come to a moment where you need a. It would it would be great if I had a rocket launcher right now, and for ninety nine cents you could purchase a rocket launcher. Like oh yeah, like yeah. through your credit card you just you press this number combination and. Ninety-nine cents is charged to your credit card, and you have a rocket launcher. To me, I have it's no awesome. problem. Like, how do you monetize a single-player free-to-play? Yeah, I think the only way you do it is you do it in installments, and the game has to be fucking good. To me, the draw yeah. would be like it would be a three-hour experience, or like 
and it would be something like if it was a really compelling story. What was that? Um, there was a couple really good Half Life Two mods that had really good stories. Um, what was the last one that you played, Dan? You did a playthrough of it. Um, I'm probably, I've like yeah, something like that. I mean, that's, that's probably not a great example, but something that like there was more to it, and so you would play three hours, and you're like, I, okay, for two or three bucks, there's like three other different, you know. Yeah. variations on it or it continues the story to me or, I'd, I'd buy that because if, like if even if i watch tv shows or like to me it's like entertainment and i don't have a problem yeah doing that if it's done well but if it's well, just, well it has it, to be like what's that mod you played the one week nick uh, uh i think it was called thing? precursor or something it was like a prequel to half-life 2 if that's no, what no, you're talking about precursor um <laughs> the one where you're like the guy who's in the house and the house is like your home base oh un- under hell yeah under hell, yeah, it has to be. Now that mod, frankly, wasn't very good. It was, it was too slow moving. Yeah. Um, but that mod was so fleshed out and like so, like there it was clearly lots a lot of mechanics work behind and it and lots of mechanics. Mm-hmm. It has to be like that. Like it has to be that well done because that that part of that mod, that under hell you played, that was only episode one or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And the other episodes aren't even out yet. So what if what if they took the arcade like old like arcade room experience of like insert coins to restart <laughs> and every time it's like a hardcore every would time you pay, die I you'd would have play to that. go back. I, I might actually that. do that. And you have to put that. like if you have to put like you know ten dollars into your game wallet for that game and it's free to play, but if you die you have to click give another twenty five cents. That would be an awesome monetization model. <laughs> it's a cool idea. Yeah. Because yeah. Because, uh, I mean, maybe some of you guys missed the heyday of arcades. Maybe not, because by the late 90s, they were all kind of dead. But um, (laughs) a lot of them were dead. But I used to play Street Fighter and, like, Soul Calibur. Like, whenever we'd go to pizza, pizza would always have Street Fighter. I did the same pizza. And we would always play it. Um, parents instinct. would be like, it's time to eat. Be like, fuck no, it's not time to wow, eat. Wow, you talked to your Battle. parents really. You were rude to your parents. <laughs> wow, about that's... to beat Blank up yeah. in this bitch. Battletoads. You know, Battle you know, surprised you punched your mom in the Battletoads and the X-Men arcade game. Streets of Rage, the fucking Ninja Turtles game, and the Simpsons. Those oh, are the best God, games. Yes. yes. Those are the heydays of arcades right there. That idea is copyright KB Mod 2000. Yeah, well, yeah we just figured it out. Nobody can it's take a, it. The whole situation with them seems weird, though. They would be like, we only want free-to-play overall. It is a weird... It's yeah. like, you, when they, really, you never want to go back to, like, a big-budget title yeah, ever? It's like, You know what part of it might be? And this is pure speculation, obviously. Maybe they're just sick of having EA publish their shit. And they want <laughs> definitely could be... Yeah, and be like, fuck it. <laughs> Because they trash EA, he trashes EA in that interview. They can make because they can make internal changes like that, and when you go free to play, nobody wants to spend the money to publish that. So that's the only way they can get out of their deal with EA. Yeah, and like Jared, as Jared always said, free to play allows us to work on the game constantly and tweak whatever we want at any time, and we can keep making it better and keep changing. We do that. The Kavimon staff. So, um. Up next, we have. <laughs> I don't know if you guys read this. I read. I just read this article, and my mind is full of fuck. What? Yeah, what it's on Earth. Okay, Peter so, Molyneux. Fuck you, Peter Molyneux. For those who don't know who he is, he's the guy behind the Fable games. He's a legend. He's he's, he's, he's game development legend. Uh, he made Populous, Black and White, um, and uh, of course the Fable games, which were. So, yeah. <laughs> so he's made he's he's opened a new studio called 22 cans 
And Fantastic name, by the way. He also has uh, like infinite money because he's Peter oh. Molyneux. But uh, what they're doing is doing 22 experiments, gaming experiments, designed to explore our interactions with social media. That's what they call it. Um, their first Sounds one is fun. Called, we have an article coming out, out on this tomorrow, and it is hilarious. But um, So the first one is called Curiosity. Uh, and <laughs> the basic concept is you're in a white room, and there's a black cube in the middle. And you have a hammer. If you pay, I think it's $1, you get like a, I'm looking for it here in the article. I think uh, like a wood hammer, or maybe it's even iron, it's but iron. a chisel. It's a chisel, not a hammer, my bad. Iron chisel, uh, yeah. You got a chisel, so you get like an iron chisel. And every time you tap it, you'll cause the cube to fracture a little bit. So, But it's going to be massively multiplayer, so everyone is going to be hitting the cube at once. <laughs> now, you're probably sitting here thinking, well, this sounds pointless, you know? And there, <laughs> this is the other great thing quote from from freaking Molyneux here. He's so fucking nuts. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, he's completely he's insane. insane. He's he's anyway, sorry, go ahead. I'll This is the great this this. part. Yeah. Um there's only one black cube in the whole world and everybody who's tapping and chipping and sculpting away at this cube is trying to find out what is in the middle. I'm not going to tell anyone. And when <laughs> when the cube opens, it will reveal something truly amazing and absolutely unique. <laughs> now Quite, quite strong. Just word a penis. There. Yeah, I want it to yeah, be like this yeah, giant like, gay porn. It's just like, it's just like paint like... drawn dick. Like <laughs> it's goatsy. <laughs> it's goatsy. But it's like... now we get. So if this doesn't sound crazy enough yet, okay. So like I said, for a dollar or something, you get the. Uh, it's free to play, quote unquote. But for like a dollar, you can get like the the iron iron chisel. Can you just caress right? the cube if you don't buy it? <laughs> But there's a ton of different chisels, right up to a single diamond model, which causes now, and each of these chisels, I should explain, get more powerful. So then it'll take less hits to get to the middle. (laughs) This There's a diamond model, which is the best one you can get. Now, maybe you're sitting here, maybe it's a hundred bucks, you know? You're That'd like, be kind of crazy. Right, well, I want to get to the middle, so I want to get to yeah. the middle. I am curious about this because it's an experiment. It's an experiment, yeah, and how dollars you'd be like really dedicated too. That's like that's a lot of yeah. money. So you're thinking maybe, wow, that's kind of crazy to spend on a game, you know? But you end up spending that on COD or Battlefield if you buy premium. Well, what if I told you it was seventy-seven thousand seven hundred dollars for the diamond chisel? <laughs> I don't. <sighs> well, I'll buy that shit. But then, but then Molyneux says, <laughs> this is not a money-making exercise. <laughs> it is a test about the psychology of monetization, which I can half buy. Yeah, but so you know, you know curious. sitting in his house, he's like, I fucking hope like 10 people buy those stupid diamond pickaxes. <laughs> he, he's just so, he's just such like a, I don't even know what word I want to look he's for. A weird it's, motherfucker. He's just the most pretentious. He's, I'm calling it right now. He's, he's the fucking Alki David of video game makers. <laughs> <laughs> Peter no, see, is pretentious, ambitious. That's right. Like, I don't think he's harm. Like he's harmless. He's just really, really pretentious yeah, and really think thinks he's like doing art. He really is, believes that he's doing. Well, art. Obviously, he wants to make some money. Yeah, well, clearly. But 
on the other hand, he is an eccentric. He's man, extremely eccentric. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't think so anyone don't else could really get away with it. Like it's because yeah. he's doing it that it's so it's, outrageous. Because he's already maybe, at Peter Molyneux. He he maybe not. His level is already at Peter Molyneux. He can't go any higher. So everybody's like, whatever, just do whatever the fuck you want, Peter. We don't know what you're doing. I mean, literally to build it up to say something truly amazing and absolutely unique. Like there better be fucking the meaning of life in the center of this dude. Well, no, that's the thing. He just he monetized his workforce so in order to say no to this project you needed to spend seventy seven thousand dollars so everyone just said yes he's monetized everything in his life it's it's art guys you don't get it so no this is the best part right plebes we don't understand this is this is all from a pc gamer article that i'm that i'm reading quoting um peter is most looking forward to discovering how when or if that player divulges what is in the cube we will rely on ti- entirely on social media, he explains. How will this person prove they got there? That in itself becomes a fascinating aspect of this experiment. <laughs> okay, I have fraps. I'm gonna, I, I could just report it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm so sorry. Many- if you spend, or a collective group of you spend $77,000, everyone better be fucking, yeah, frapsing it, whatever, DX Tory. You better, yeah. it'll be on YouTube, it'll go viral. HD PVR, the so Supreme is Capture this, Device. Is this now? Roxio we- Game Capture. <laughs> Just when we <laughs> announce our 24-hour live stream to raise $77,000 for a <laughs> So yeah. it's the, the diamond chisel is 100,000 times more powerful. But we still don't know than, how long it takes yeah, to get to the center. Yeah, but how, yeah, yeah, nobody like, knows. There's no he knows. Cool, I think, to compare it. To. You know, it could take the, the iron chisel. I bet you, know, too, there's three, not, I bet you, you never get to the center. That's the, that's the thing. That's the genius of this whole thing. So I see that it's, I see the experiment action yeah. in it. But uh, you'll get Hex's take tomorrow. It's not as positive as mine. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's that would just... be so good, though, Scott. If he if it was just like there was never a center and yeah. that was the no, lesson. Like Peter Mullen just made lesson. Yeah. he made <laughs> I'm the telling you, that's what video game where it's like what how many how many picks oh, how how many is it going to take to get to the middle? And like the never, genius is like never if only will. he knows what's in the cube, and if it's nothing. <laughs> Who's ever going to prove that, like, if everyone just keeps chiseling and, like, you know, who, there's going to be people that are going to be like, yeah, I've seen the center. Sure, bro. I've seen it already. And then no one's <laughs> ever going to watch. It's just yeah. an exercise in who's too proud to admit they got duped by Peter right. Molyneux. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No one will admit it. They're like, no, I saw well, it, bro. Oh, you spent $77,000. Dude, what was in it? It's fucking, like, I got a certificate to, like, Best Buy for, like, a million dollars, dude. Like, <laughs> doesn't matter. There's just nothing <laughs> in there. That's not <laughs> worth it. So, the... The thing is, it doesn't even start with being able to purchase things. Yeah. So there's going to be two stages to this. So the first stage is free to play, as I said earlier. And with that, you don't have chisels. You can just touch the cube. <laughs> That's, That's it. So <laughs> you can touch the cube. And as you do, words will fade in. Curiosity, and that will fade away. A second, what is inside the black cube? And then like other different sayings. And as you get closer, a, a crack will appear. And you'll notice the crack. And then after a certain amount of taps on the cube from players, uh, the DLC begins. And that's when you can start buying chisels. Um, Man, I can, see Notch just, to him, I can see Notch just showing, throwing 80k at it. Being like, fucking, right, you know what? Notch fucking can, but... Yeah, no, I know. Uh, what I want is, like, I want several big YouTubers to get together. <laughs> just raise money <laughs> like, to get to this. Just raise money to do it. And then have some Call of Duty commentator open the cube. I feel like no matter who gets to the center of this cube, they will obviously be disappointed because I want Orb can... to do it, and then he'll find out it's not a Moab, and he won't give a fuck. <laughs> what if the Steam library? 
Ooh, that's Ooh. still. But it's that would actually be truly amazing. Yeah. <laughs> but I just like at the end of this article where this whole point of this whole curiosity experiment. There's going to be another 21 experiments. We'll follow this curiosity, whatever game it is, and then Peter will learn a little bit from each one, which uh, which will help him realize the game he's been planning. He's, uh, he's, he's planning on releasing in two years. So it's two like. Years. Comprised of stuff he learns. From the, the concept is interesting, <laughs> like the whole psychological the part of that. But it's like, I hope he doesn't getting it die carried out. Is I want to see what this is going to be. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, there are some it, interesting aspects to it, and it's like you're right. The only Peter Mullins totally could pull this off, it, like no one else. I'm totally going to spend like five bucks and get a chisel. I'm not. I'm not kidding. I'm no, totally I know. See, now that you talk about it, it's like I kind of wanted to. Like. Like, like every night, I don't give a shit. For five Dude, it's a fucking shit out of it. It's nothing. It's never, there's never going to be anything in there. But uh, mm-hmm. it's six weeks, guys. It comes out six weeks, so roughly end of July, early August comes out there. It'd be, it so. would be interesting if, if like, let's say you do get the the seventy seven thousand dollar tool, and it's like it's some huge cash reward, but like you're only ever going to reach the center if you get that tool. Mm. I don't know. I can I can see I'm doing something really. I mean, the guy is the guy knows what he's doing, and I feel like he would he would make it worth people's time. Like I don't. No, I think part of the thing is is like that. Obviously, the person with the hundred thousand times more powerful chisel has a better chance of landing that hit that opens it. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean that you will. Million right? people with iron chisels. Well, but that's like, what I'm wondering is how it's even going to work like a multiplayer aspect. Is there just one cube that everyone in yeah, the world is hitting? Everyone, yes. That's the point. I, yeah, I think so. I just have a thing with Peter Molyneux because I just, just feel like, I mean, you know what? He bullshitted with Fable and everything. Yeah. He was like, oh, yeah. you're going to be able to like etch your name into a tree and you'll come back later in the game and the tree will be bigger and your, your name will still be there. And I'm like, oh, that sounds cool. Was it ever in the game? No. Peter, you're an ambitious douchebag, so. <laughs> He's very ambitious. <laughs> Well, it sounds sketchy when he's like, think about the way this game starts. He allows us to play this game. We'd all download yeah, he's it. Like and he just allows us, he allows us to touch the cube that he's created. You just touch it at the beginning. That's, I'm the allowing way you're putting you it to touch sounds so pretentious. It's it is. So it's pretentious. And it also sounds like he's going to learn first, from this experience. Like he's yeah, a fucking otherworldly he, transformer. No, we are building him up to be a greater super fucking human. <laughs> I'm Pizza Molyneux, and you can touch my cube. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Does he call it my cube in the article? Uh, I, I bet he does in his, in his head. He says the cube. The cube. Yeah, say yeah but you know but no, it is. Like, just a bunch of lab rats in this cube. experiment to help him make a game in two years. I mean, that's maybe that's what's really insulting me. It's just kind of the way it's It's like, okay, come on, buddy. Just, <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. going to help him make a game in two years by financing it with your $77,000. <laughs> it's like, I could Kickstarter. I could do Kickstarter without <laughs> telling them it's Kickstarter. I could give them a piece of cheese and watch them chisel away. <laughs> like, I mean, it could be, oh, it's, I don't know. This is, I just can't even believe this exists. This is blowing my mind. That this the is only way happen. to make this game worth playing is, is like when. Well, now I really want to play it. I'm sorry. Yeah, but the gameplay, there's no gameplay. It's, it's I know, I want to touch the cube. It's like, Damn it. what's the, what's the game for the. There is a certain the, genius the in like, you want to be part of this history. Like, yeah. what if it is something cool? Like, yeah, do unless, want it. He turns into the fucking Tesseract from Avengers and lets you travel. <laughs> oh my god. It's all psychological. There's really no there's no game. Maybe it's Spider-Man 3 the movie reworked to not be fucking terrible. If that's like, the case, I will buy Grace? the set. It, maybe oh, in the middle it's just Topher Grace. Topher Grace is inside the cube. Please no. <laughs> Please no. All right. So. God, that's, I don't even. 
you'll see Hex's take tomorrow, nice. people listening to this, if uh, <laughs> or today, I guess, when this comes out. In the past, um, future, wait. Never mind. But up next, uh, Tribes of Sam with a pretty massive update. I'll let Brandon. Thanks, Jared. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Jared, for your Tribes. Tribes work. <laughs> yeah, so, um, so this update hit, uh, well, today, but this would be yesterday if you're listening the day this comes out. Um, so Hi-Rez, if, uh, if you played Tribes since beta, you'll probably remember that back in February there was a huge change where they made uh, big changes to classes where you, you actually like customize the classes a lot. And before that, you, you bought uh, classes themselves, and they were already like pre, pre-outfitted for you. So that was a that was a huge change and, and overhauled, um, and you still see obviously the remnants of that today. You customize your classes, um, kind of in in a way that you like. Well, um, today they added uh, a ton of new weapons, and these weapons are kind of just variants on weapons that are already in the game, but a lot of them have uh, you know pretty significant impact. You've got like spin fusers that do. Uh, that have a smaller explosion radius but higher damage on direct hit. You've got um, like assault rifles that do higher damage with each shot but a smaller clip size. So there's a lot of it's basically opening up different play styles. Like if you're good at direct shots, you, you know you would want something with smaller explosion radius and higher damage. So it's it's going to help. Um, I think I, I've already played it a little bit, um, and it's definitely making things more interesting. There's a lot. I feel like the the game feels. Uh, a lot different already with people trying and basically practicing with new weapons. Um, along with this, they also kind of gutted the current system of weapon upgrades, where uh, before you had to buy weapon upgrades with XP, and now you're just going to progressively earn them. Um, so for people that, that like playing with like one specific loadout of a class, um, it, the more you play with a loadout, you're just going to progress and upgrade that weapon as you play with it. Um, so it'll definitely, I think it's nicer to newer players that, that you kind of start on a lower, a lower tier with those first classes, but the more you play with it, you'll automatically get those upgrades. Um, that's good. I actually thought once I saw there were upgrades, um, cause I have played it a few times since, since the last patch, but once I saw there was the upgrades and stuff, which actually I've been playing the game for a while. The last few months, I had no idea you could upgrade the weapons. Um, but once I saw that, I was like, oh, this still costs. I actually was kind of confused that it costed anything to do. But as far as that, you already have to buy the weapon originally. It's yeah, kinda... and I think that's kind of the, the motivation behind it is that they, I think they want people to, they, they want to get people to buy the, the weapons and then you just use the weapons. And I think they're making it hopefully less confusing for newer players that, like you said, you have to buy the weapon, and then you also had to spend XP to upgrade it, and you could only use XP. Like, you couldn't use gold to do those upgrades. And so I think uh, this way you can still master the weapon, a weapon with 15,000 XP if you want to, or you can just play with it for a little bit. And, and from, from what I've seen so far, I think the upgrades go pretty quickly um, when you play with it. The, uh, the other interesting thing about this patch is there was a ton of different balance updates, and I think it's a little too early to say whether they're, they're all good or not, um, but definitely making things interesting. The most interesting thing, just in my limited playtime since the patch has hit, is this new perk called Lightweight that reduces your mass by 30%, but triples the delay on health regeneration. 
Um, and already, like you can you can get some crazy speed with that perk, and I think that could definitely make competitive play interesting. Um, it already made the the public match I was in uh, pretty interesting, and there's a lot of other various competitive balance changes and stuff. So. Um, I wrote a pretty thorough article on it. I actually went through all the classes and put their new weapon variants, which took a long time. Um, so you can go look at that article. If you play a lot of tribes, you probably want to read the full patch notes because uh, they were, I mean, they were just a ton of changes. So tribes just keeps getting better. Yeah, and it, it looks like uh, it looks like the playstyles will vary a lot more now, which is kind of a good thing you'll have 18 um, pathfinders in your game and they'll all yeah. use different variants of the spin fuser now <laughs> yeah well the nice thing is that with more weapons they're lower they've lowered the cost of each weapon so like you can see in the article it's the most expensive weapon now is like 14 or 18 thousand xp for the most part or like or like 120 160 gold so getting getting a new weapon before they were kind of expensive for new players but now, even someone that, you know, if you buy like $10 worth of gold or you just play for a few days, you can definitely unlock weapons a lot quicker than you could before, which I think is a good thing. Yeah, definitely. So, yes, Tribes keeps keeps building on. Strong developer there at high res Jared does a great job. Um, but now do a developer who, well, a publisher, I suppose... Time for the rant of the week, which we haven't had one no. in quite a while. But yeah, this, I think we had a mini rant, didn't we? But that didn't. I mean, that didn't yeah. really count. This is this is like real rant material here. Rant of the week. I don't know what we're yelling about. God. So the article itself, written by Hex, he just pulls no punches. Um, what a picture! First, we got to comment again. This Photoshop <laughs> that that John did with the googly eyes. I mean, wow! I don't think I don't think we're ever going to get someone from EA on this podcast. No. So I'm going to read. I'm going to read David Demartini's read the quote. Full quote. Yeah, yeah. Because and the question. Yeah. <sighs> okay, oh Martini God! Demartini in his name. Go ahead. Yeah. So let me preface this real quick. Uh, Origin has had 50% off sales. I think BF3 has been on 50% off like 30 times since it's been out. So just preface this quote with that. So he is a... Uh... <laughs> God. So he the the uh, people at GameBiz were uh, in an interview with Mass, and one of the things that Steam does is this random deep discounting of software, and it works well for them. Obviously, we know the Steam Summer Sales are coming up. About to rape that wallet hard. Do you see that as something you want to do? Talking about Origin. And David answers with, we won't be doing that. <laughs> Obviously, they think it's the right thing to do after a certain amount of time. I just think it cheapens your intellectual property. Okay. I know both sides of it. I understand it. If you want to sell a whole bunch of units, that is certainly a way to do that. To sell a whole bunch of stuff at a low price. The game makers work incredibly hard to make this intellectual property, and we're not trying to be Target. We're trying to be Nordstrom. When I say that, I mean good value. We're trying to give you a fair price point. And occasionally there will be things that are on sale you could look for at a discount. Just don't look for 75% off going out of business sales. Can I say you also right. shit on Target, by the way, just now with that? Which is just yeah. totally unacceptable. Well, I that Target. comparison, first of all, that's the comparison that I <laughs> wanted to take up. It actually pissed me off the most the because I, I shop at both stores, yeah. Nordstrom Target. I get my work clothes at Nordstrom because I work at a law firm. So I want to look somewhat decent. Um 
But Target clothes don't look that much worse, or even work worse at all, yeah. <laughs> most of the time. But the fact is, what he just did is essentially compared Valve or Steam to being Target, <laughs> to be Target. and EA's origin oh, to Nordstrom. Now, true. what this essentially says is that I'm not here to like fight about brands, and I'm not some sort of fashionista. But like, you know what? A pair of like Cole Haan, like nice dress shoes are which is what uh hex hex uses in the article marona is target's brand of dress shoes and they're like you know 50 bucks a piece or something kohan's like 140 but kohan are actually more well made and will last you longer but the fact is is he just compared his intellectual property at ea as a higher level (laughs) like (laughs) A, a more well-made thing than anything Valve has to offer is essentially what he said. Good. I think, God. I, I don't, I feel like at some point, ah. I'm sure that the people after, I th- I'm sure EA saw this and was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, there's a couple <laughs> things you don't do. And one of them is you never talk shit about a company like Valve. I mean, first of all, we know how that'll go in the community. But secondly, it's like Valve is like the most success is the most successful, especially with steam. It's like you, you, you have origin. Are you crazy? Like, how can you even? It's unbelievable, dude. I think it's I unreal. Think that's that's really what the, the funniest thing to me about this is <laughs> that it's such it's just such a big misstep, like for yeah. for EAPR because oh, Valve is one of God. the most financially successful private companies yeah. in the world. Yep. Like per employee, their profitability is is higher than Apple, and yeah. and yeah. this guy, like you, you can't beat Valve. By by talking bad about them, like that's one of the reasons they like they have a such a diehard fan base, yeah. and all you're going to do is upset people. The second thing I think was hilarious about this is I I feel like that Target and Nordstrom thing is actually probably a really good analogy, but not for the reason he thinks. <laughs> no, not for the reason he thinks. <laughs> yeah. He's basically he's basically to me saying we want to sell less copies, but make up the money by charging you more for them. Right. Yep. Which no. which doesn't that doesn't work with digital distribution. There's no there no. should be no desire to sell fewer copies. And and do you think, for instance, that the dudes at Arma Two are going to be oh pissed God. off that when their, their game intellectual properties for five quote unquote. for five bucks on the st- summer Steam sale and like a million like fucking people buy it to play Daisy? Yeah. Exactly. Like you think they're gonna care? Oh, we just raked in five million dollars, but our IP was cheapened. Well, have have you <laughs> ever seen? Goodness. Have you ever seen someone like? Have you ever seen an article come out with an indie developer complaining about being part of a Steam sale? Can you, like, have you ever seen them like? Oh man, they we we had the seventy five percent off sale, and it was just awful. It was awful. We had yeah. we had amazing sales, but now our <laughs> game is in the hand of so many people that our intellectual property has been cheapened. <laughs> It's just like, some of the most some mean? of the most brilliant games Ugh. have been indie games that yeah. have been in the humble bundle, which yep. is an option for you to pay for them. It's an option. <laughs> Braid. Braid. Yeah. Do you think the guy who made Braid gives a shit? And it is just one guy, by the way, who made Braid. It's who is now raking in mad dollars. <laughs> if, if EA has any sense, they you you this guy gets fired over this right away. And it's public. Literally, yeah. That to me, that would say like, okay, you know what? Like, you can't be a fucking idiot. 
and work, you know, and, work and they're suffering so much that's... bad press. And it's not exactly yeah. EA's making money, but not really. Their stocks in the shitter. Yeah. Like, no, we, we took a little dig at their stock price, which is down pretty heavily over the past couple of years. <laughs> yep. And and this is another thing. Like you can dissect this quote so much if you just know just just a little bit about I mean, the, anything the about gaming industry gaming. Yeah. and especially about what EA does to studios. We all know what they, they do. Fucking they fucking eat buy them. them up and they cannibalize them and they take away some of our most beloved developers yeah. and shit on them. Now, this is the best quote too. Like the game makers work incredibly hard to make this intellectual property. Yeah, because you work them to the bone, EA. You work them to the bone and then you throw them out. It's it's well documented. He has links in here yeah. to stories. Considering it's been very, very well documented, the EA has some rather brutal working conditions for their developers. It's surprising that he shows any concern for them <laughs> whatsoever. So well, what he's Counter saying that. is, what he's saying yeah. is that we want to maximize the hours they're working into real dollars. That's right. <laughs> but I love it. I just can't and then get he takes a shit on Valve, and then with that working conditions thing, it's like, look at the Valve employee handbook. Look at the way Valve is run. It's, Valve is is similar to like how I work every day. Do whatever the fuck you want. Just do something. Yeah, right. exactly. We work on and something. It's just like... Yeah, you're right, Scott. If this guy... I think he's a VP. He's the I'm head of sure. Origin. Yeah, he's the head of Origin. That Lord. explains <laughs> so much. There actually. you go. He's like the captain you of the Titanic, you know, making smart yeah, decisions. John's right. That explains a lot about Origin now. That explains <laughs> a lot about how he's so dumb. Origin explains to me what's wrong with this guy. <laughs> I, re I really feel like when you say something like, I know both sides of it, I understand it, and then you put that wretched puke out afterwards, you should be fired. Yeah. Like, that, that's, I know both honestly, sides. I understand the quote, it. The quote starts, starts out, out condescending. He, he's he saying, does. listen, I understand their business model. It's just not good it's, it's just not a good business model yeah really and okay. and the little dig the little dig at the end like he says 75 percent off going out of business sales oh yeah. god like, it's come on man, man. Last, I checked, uh, last i checked when i bought fallout new vegas for four dollars bethesda wasn't going out of business no. i mean call me crazy yeah, I, last I, I, I checked valve's not in danger bucks, of and out of I think ubisoft they're, they're not putting out any games anymore yeah None of these devs are putting out any games. Probably because EA bought them and shit them out. That's probably... What, but it's just... I mean, how much of a misstep can you take? I, I feel like it's really like one... Just one misstep after the other for EA. I, I don't know who... I, I guess they're just not... They don't understand PR or like there's not a PR strategy. Like you would think at a, at a company that large, they would have some sort of strategy at I least for it. their... Like for their executives... I, so that they're kind of on message and stuff. I have to think one of the first things you say to all your, like in a memo to all your executives is listen, don't, don't talk bad about other people. We already got voted the worst company <laughs> of the company. year. So, so how about you just put a positive spin on things? All right. Say, listen, we get, you know, we understand Steam's doing pretty well. We're watching what they do. You know, we're, we may be taking a different approach. No, no, really. That's all he had to say. That's it. Like, why do you have to offend people? With what you say? Uh, the the thing too. I feel like EA is just afloat now, based on based on their sports games. Like, they literally put out nothing else of merit. Like, who has Origin? Because they were like, yeah, Origin. All right. We all have and Origin because it was like, oh, Battlefield. Yeah, That's about right. it. Yeah, it's, it's a few big. It's it. a few big games keeping them afloat. Your battlefields, your Mass Effects. Yeah, Mass and, Effect. Well, 
It's like the Jersey Shore PR strategy. It's like EA used to do this all the time, and then Activision stole the show of being the biggest douchebag on the block with all their Call of Duty things. And then EA's like, wait a second, we're the biggest (laughs) assholes here. And then they just proceeded to be the biggest assholes here. Yeah, and and this, this article actually coincided, which I'm sure you all saw the video. The EA in a nutshell video. Yes, the, the origin giant, tanker. Yeah. The yeah. Gary's mod <laughs> bid, which has, I think, 800,000 views now. Um, so, and it, it actually put it perfectly as to what EA does. Um, just throws a ton of marketing behind a shit game <laughs> and then spits out. And then when that game doesn't make enough money, they shit out a good developer or what used to be a good developer. Um, so now you see why people are foregoing publishers so much these days. Um, I just, it, it really is stupidity. Like this, these people are made, like, I don't even want to know what, how much money that guy's making. He's making a fucking lot of money. A lot more money than any of us. Those yeah. kind of statements easily. Seven And figures. this is what, and he gets in an interview and he doesn't even have the common sense. He's so out of touch. He doesn't have the common sense to realize, you know, maybe I shouldn't fucking say that. Maybe I should just fucking take the high road and be like, well, Steam does it differently. We do it different than Steam. Yeah. How, how do you get to that position? And say <laughs> be that like dumb. That. Like, like well, the first thing you to, should know, if, if you if you know anything about corporate politics, you don't say bad things. Like you just you say good things. You say positive things because people like upbeat people. Right. Exactly. Saying things like this is not like who 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 views this positively when you read that quote you're like who who is like you know what david demartini you're right man that's good that's a good <laughs> exactly <laughs> literally no one who ever. outside of ea is going to is going to no, do that no, actually not even anyone in nobody, ea i'm sure nobody in ea was <laughs> like well this is the yeah, thing okay. you know what it sounds like to me he this is like someone bristling this is what i'm thinking he he's so sick of getting shit on about how shitty origin is or how it's never going to be steam and this this question Made him mad. Like this is a response from someone that is upset. Like he, like LOL, you mad, bro. Yeah, like he lost his cool. Yeah, he I did. wish we could have had like the audio of this interview because yeah, I want exactly. to hear his tone of voice. Because I think he sounds. I want to see his face. We're fucking Nordstroms. We're Nordstroms. Don't you understand? We are high class digital distribution. <laughs> <laughs> Him and Peter Molyneux should get together and make a game. Yeah, but Peter Molyneux actually. Has we work on commission, some... man. You don't understand. Peter Molyneux's not like a dick. He's just kind of. He's, he's, no, he gives not. the he's impression of being a dick. He's just, yeah, he's just a funny, quirky man. <laughs> he's just... the dick that you still want to see. What you want to see his dick? You want to see the dick's dick? <laughs> <laughs> That's why you pay seventy-seven thousand dollars. Yeah, maybe that you get to see Peter Molyneux's dick inside the black cock. He, he would phrase that as something absolutely unique and truly amazing. <laughs> it's just his penis. It's definitely a social experience too. Someone should someone should mod that game oh, and just you buy different buy different lubes for seventy seven thousand dollars. <laughs> What's inside the black dick? I think oh, the, right. the funniest yeah, thing about this quote, this. though, is is when we see the first, I, I think I've seen like 40, 50% off on Origin. It's going to be hilarious the first time we see a 75% off on it's Origin sale. Oh, of course it's going to happen. Everyone knows that. Like, they're going to, at some point, they're going to have a game that they, that like, they're not selling any copies of. And they just put it up for, you know, for a holiday sale or something. And people are going to look back on this quote and be like, why, why did you even say that? Because now you you basically yeah. said that you can't do a seventy five percent off sale without looking like a complete like more of an idiot than we already think you are. 
<laughs> he just fucked up just so I, I just can't imagine like because I'm sure there's people at NEA that just work in the machine. I know there are that just go along their day and they're like, yeah, God, we get so much hate, but we're trying. And it's like a fucking nightmare in here. You don't understand. And they just see this stuff. I just I would literally if I was in like the 30th floor of the building or wherever this guy was, I'd just jump out. I'd be like, you know what? <laughs> we have zero hope. If this guy's well, running our company, one of the people, one of the VPs running a huge product like Origin. You know, we, we are hopeless. I mean, Clearly inspiring <laughs> leadership everywhere. Just, Everyone who hired him committed to Cuckoo. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just, just unbelievable. Uh, so now on, to, now on to fun things. Yeah, not, not, about EA. not EA. And actually, we'll probably shit on EA a little bit in this topic, too. Well, I God, think everyone gets late. equally shit on. But uh, I just I have to say that table. I just I happened to find I was looking for the name of EA CEO because I, I forgot how to spell it. And on the, one of the first images on Google image search is a picture of him like photoshopped with devil horns. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh my god. Did you link it just now? It's in the yeah. Skype chat. Oh, nice. <laughs> it's time for the KB Mod Roundtable. Get ready to discuss a topic. <laughs> so, on to the roundtable, which is, of course, we talked about E3 a little bit last week, but now we have two people. Who were, did you get to go at all, Nick? I no, forget. I was gone by then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's right. But Scott and John were both there, um, doing work, but also able uh, to see things. My my work for those kind of events is to bro out. <laughs> yeah. So beverage it in the evenings. Now I'm gonna start this off because uh, this has been said a lot. Rock paper shotgun had a really good article out um, as well, but basically, and we talked about this last week a little bit. I thought that the Big keynotes. All it did for me was affirm that PC gaming is better. That's all it did. Because every single keynote was basically had a few games, but not much. Not And they were all sequels. They all looked outdated because the consoles are so old at this point. Um, it all looked rehashed. And then the other like 75% of the keynotes were, we're bringing Netflix and Hulu and Internet Explorer. Internet and, like, Explorer, that was great. It's, uh, but, but like the entire thing for Sony, Microsoft, even the Wii, were all these social aspects and, and motion control and like media, these, these consoles being media centers. And the games were just kind of... Man, if you're spending all this money, you don't have friends. <laughs> but it's like where you know where were the games isn't isn't this supposed to be about gaming i know that i know e3 is about tech as well yeah a lot about tech but the fact is this year more than others it was kind of like well we're coming towards the end of the cycle and all it basically did for me was affirm that i'm playing on the correct platform right now at least until until a new console comes but even then it won't compete. If there's not a new Xbox next year, I'd be so surprised. No, I'm yeah, so surprised. Be, it looks terrible. Well, I think we'll hear about the new hardware at next D3. Yeah. Yeah. Developers already have their hands on like prototypes of the next gen consoles because well, there's developers. Yeah, de- there's they're developing for them right now. So we know the 720 is coming in 2013, roughly. It's going to have a 6670. So you enjoy that, guys. It's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be fantastic. So, yeah, well, but then we can felt- enjoy Halo at 35 frames. So <laughs> that was my uh, that was my basic takeaway. Obviously, I didn't get there and didn't get to see a lot of the because a lot of the small booths and stuff don't get a lot of play. Like we got to see that uh, Viking golf game at <laughs> at uh, PAX and stuff like that, but didn't get to see a lot of the uh, 
little game. So did you guys see anything cool, John? Or Re- Recoil is awesome. That was my game. I mean, I played a few games. I played that. I played Planetside, too. I made sure to play everything that I wanted to see. And everything mm-hmm. that I wanted to see, like Planetside and stuff, Planetside was good, but Recoil kind of stole the show for me because it was a game that I'd never heard of. Like, I, mm-hmm. who the fuck is Plastic Piranha and what is Recoil? And it's like, if I had to explain it, it's like Counter-Strike gunplay with the option to ADS at the speed of an Unreal Tournament. Ooh, I like that last part. It's like it's it's like it plays really really weird in the best way possible. Like it's every single gun handles differently. Like mm-hmm. doesn't matter if it's two different assault rifles; they're not even remotely close to the same handling. The recoil seems to be different on every gun, and the developers are just fucking cool guys, which which was the big thing. Like what they was were, the pace like pretty I mean, fast. Yeah, I mean they were only, there was only free for alls in there, but it was it was super fast. Like Joel played it and that was the first thing he said. He's like this is really really fast. But yeah. like the thing about it is like the developers were super gracious that we thought so highly of it. Like there's a picture of, like me, Joel, Jordan and Justin on the front page of their website. Like they were just like super thrilled that we thought so highly of it and that just confuses me as to why they would not realize that they have something that could potentially be a gem in front of them because they're all PC gamers. They're like, you know, Mm-hmm. Like if you go to their personal Twitters, it's like verified PC gamer. You can they them make fun of console gaming. You know, I, I don't understand how they didn't realize that they have a potential gem, but they don't. But they were they were really really gracious and good people. So, so that game sounds cool. Is there any sort of ETAs or really early right um, now? October would be ideal, but if it's not October, they want to push it to uh, next year because they don't want to release in like November and December and have to compete with the Call of Duties and the that yeah. and, and halos and shit so it's not going to be a full 60 dollars title i would i would imagine absolutely not um yeah i would put it along the lines of like a, a valve title release like a 20 dollar release or something yeah um i mean that, oh, that sounds cool anything that <laughs> it's a multiplayer only game i'd imagine so yeah god we need another unreal i'm gonna actually see if i can bug <laughs> uh bug jason to get him on the cast because he's that'd be cool man so that game sounds cool. And did anyone else see, uh, before we get to it, Scott saw it, because John just brought up Unreal. Did anyone see the Unreal 4 yes. stuff that came out of E3? Whew. They really, if they don't make really, a new Unreal tournament really with this one, <laughs> they need to. They desperately need to bring back that IP. Um, we'll see. What did you see, Scott? Anything? Yeah, cool? I mean, I didn't do um, Recoil was right next to our booth. I never ended up playing it. I didn't. It was so funny because they were such an unassuming booth. I should have. I should have probably gone and tried it out. I didn't. I didn't get a chance to. But it's cool to hear that it was sell out. Let's really be. Good. Let's be honest, Scott. We know what you're. What dick you're riding from? <laughs> I know. We know, we know what, what dick riding. I'm riding. I know absolutely. Well, I'll get to that in a minute. But um, no, I agree with overall your assessment, Dan. I think you're right. Like there was not really many. Um, there was some cool, like the one title that stood out. I think we're going to talk about this because I think most people it was like kind of blew everyone away. Was was Watch Dogs? Yes. Which I don't. Yes. I think yes. most people saw that, and that's going to be coming out for PC as well, um, as well as other. You know, future it was gen, confirmed played on PC. Yeah, future gen consoles, which you know shall be named, I guess, when they come out. But that <laughs> looks amazing. That to me was like the one thing that actually like. Nothing really blew me away, uh, minus that um, and Halo 4. But um, 
Yeah, so Watch Dogs looks cool. Now, I, I walked around and played and played stuff here and there, but for me, E3 mm-hmm. was kind of a letdown in the sense of after going to a PAX and stuff like that. E3 is is a, a precedent. Vibe. It's not it's not for the community. Right. So everyone's just it's a lot of um, posturing Talking. and and yeah. BS. And I get that. I mean, they're all trying to get hype for their game. And there was some cool stuff. Um, but overall, like for me, Watch Dogs was the one thing. If we're talking about the PC side, it looks really just absolutely kind of you know a whole no, new take on on kind of a bunch of different genres. And the is engine Halo, looks amazing. Halo Four is going to be console only. Halo right? Four will yeah. be console only. Um, okay, because I yeah. heard like last month or something like some. It would be awesome if they first that it was PC, coming yeah. to PC, but yeah. no, I think Microsoft just has their hands around that too hard. I don't have too much of a grudge with Halo though. Hey, it's yeah. it's the one shooter. The Dan, one you have shooter. a 360. You're getting Halo Four. I'm sorry, you have zero choice. <laughs> no, you I won't. know you have a 360 now. Then I'll have to buy FPS freaks. Okay. And that won't well, be cool. I'll send you some. Okay, this round table is going dark places. <laughs> it is going dark places. But anyway, yeah, no. For me, it was watched. I was trying to think any other uh, like really PC centric stuff that was like was was most... Shoot Mania played there. No. Shoot Mania. Um, it wasn't showing. Oh, but there was a there was a whole tournament going on because. Um, who was it? Joel was there with. Okay, so there was this whole fiasco with Ubisoft and Shoot Mania. So they had a tournament there, like to try to bring hype for the game, and they had played through. Um, there's this guy Germa, a couple other Machinima directors that were involved mm-hmm. in the tournament, and Orb like put the team together and was like basically top fragging and probably could have. I don't know if he could have single handedly won the event for them, um, but they when they found out he was Swedish, they actually played like on a kind of stage and they shoutcasted it and stuff like that at E3. Uh, they found out he was Swedish, and they told him that this was an American-only <laughs> Ubisoft <laughs> French Canadian yeah. company. Because told him because that he there was play. a European, there was also a European event for European players. Yeah, but. exactly. So he he got he wasn't able to play, so he was pretty upset by that. But so they were they were playing it there. I didn't I didn't get a chance to play it though. I think they were just they had like the the show matches for um for first and second and third place. No gun models. Uh, no, thank you. Yeah, you're not a fan of that with the no gun models. I can see that. Too. I, I played, haven't got a I chance played to play ET with either. no gun models. That was the way to play it. Yeah. No. I, 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 I like garbage player. You are the worst <laughs> ET player ever. Brandon <laughs> <laughs> can't even contain his laughter. You are so <laughs> shit. <laughs> I played. I don't even weapon models on an ET. I, I guess even. the round table has taken a turn for the less serious. <laughs> you know what's funny though? Here's a positive, or I don't know if it's a negative. I just so funny. Like every year, like people always complain about like. Like even this is going to be console talk. Like how Nintendo comes out and like never blows anyone away. They could have really stolen the show this year. It's like I just had this discussion with so many people. It's like Nintendo doesn't give a fuck. Nintendo has the casual market already, and they don't need to come to E3 and be like, "Oh my well, god, look at the fucking." They don't, Nintendo well, just needs to go on the stage and be like, "We're releasing a new Mario," and then they get exactly. off the stage and they still make a bajillion no, dollars. They make no, so let me counter money. you real quick okay. though. And actually, uh, Spawn Trap. Uh, their last episode talked about yeah. uh, E3 a bunch, and uh, and he was talking about he he was one of the people who thought that Nintendo could have really I saw his really tweets, grabbed yeah. the balls, yeah. and um, but he had some good points in that the reason Nintendo doesn't is part of what you said they have the casual market and they're okay with that. Right. Um, the other thing is is Nintendo cares about the Japanese market. Mm-hmm. And what the Japanese market wants. The Japanese market doesn't give a shit about Call of Duty. Like, you know, they want they want the games that you see on Nintendo systems. Mm-hmm. That's that's what they're all about over there. And all Nintendo America does is take orders, <laughs> right? From, from the Japanese, the Japanese yeah, side. Yeah, absolutely. They're not going to sit that's here true. and be like, "Well, we need to make it more hardcore." Like, they're just going to be like, "Well, 
you know what? Because it's going to sell a bajillion right. consoles exactly. in Japan. They, you know, they all the way to the bank. <laughs> I just so funny. Like so, every year, I just remember the past couple E3s. There's always like, it's always like, oh man, Nintendo, you could have really stolen the show. And it's like, I don't, I don't think you understand that they don't. I mean, they don't care. Like they're going to sell a million fucking whatever consoles. They're going to sell a million copies of whatever you know whatever casual stuff they put out for it. So that was just kind of funny. Uh, to me, I, I the best of like Ubisoft, man, they blew me away with with some of the titles. Like, um, So first of all, obviously Watch Dogs. Assassin's Creed, which will come out for PC um, as well, looked looked really amazing. I think the new one looks really good. Um, I liked the gameplay. I saw it just, again, yeah. it looked really dated, though. Yeah. Like the well, yeah, but that was running on, um, I think it'll but, look um, better on, well, it will look better on PC. I when. One final thing before we move to Twitter about Nintendo. If they made a new Mario, and uh, you know we're talking about console a little bit. If we made a new Mario, though, it should have been 3D. They shouldn't have made a side-scroller. Like, make another Mario 64. Yeah. Damn it. That's what they should have done. I would have been happy. But, all right. So E3 is pretty good for PC, I think, because didn't really make anybody want to get a console. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> really at least like on it. that end, it I think we'll see, I think we'll keep seeing PC sales go up until they actually announce new hardware. I mean, PC prices are coming down. The, the consoles still cost what 200, 250. So, yeah, that's without like a hard drive too. That's the time. So, but uh, no better time yes. to get into PC gaming. And now it's time for Twitter questions with the KB Mod Podcast. So. Fo- this was from Fox Lament. Uh, <clears throat> what podcast do you listen Thank to? Thank you already. The Puck, <laughs> the Puck Podcast. Is that a hockey podcast? Yep, the best. I I actually listen to Spawn Trap every week, but um, yeah, I was gonna say I listen to Spawn Trap when I can remember to. I gotta I just gotta subscribe to it and uh, get it every week. I but. always watch it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I listen I don't know to uh, the Giant Bombcast from Giant Bomb. The giant love no cast. giant bombcast from Giant Bomb. The actual. Oh, I'm sorry. Actually, oh, yeah. I listen to uh, <laughs> Nick is mad. I listen to YAGB. <laughs> just, oh, yeah. just just so old bad. episodes. Yeah. Uh, host migration. That's a good one. Uh, I actually listened to the Lolcast the last two weeks. Yeah? How was it? Yeah, actually, last week they uh, they do they actually did a lot of gaming talk. Okay. Um, which is cool. Probably because Mike Pollack wasn't high or anything. <laughs> So, Not a lot of fishing pole um, talk still, huh? Yeah, a lot of fishing oh, pole okay. talk, though. I kind of fast-forward through those parts. But yeah. <laughs> I also listened to Weekend Confirmed with Andrea Renee. Okay, would you... Okay, I work with her, and it's weird how obsessed <laughs> you are with her. Okay, dude? I'm not obsessed. I just appreciate her work. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Dude, dude, okay. I have text okay. messages that don't exactly phrase it in that way. Okay, Andrea, <laughs> if you're listening, this is not... No, Andrea, don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> If she's this far in, she's going to keep oh, listening. Man. No, just um, stop, Andrea. Bro. What? Bro. <laughs> just bro. Ended that conversation. Oh, man. I, uh, I listen to else? This Is Only a Test, the tested.com guys. That's that's really the only other one I listen to. I used to. We talked about this before. I used to listen to PC Gamer, but they are just... PC Gamer and Max PC don't seem to put them out regularly. Like, I would listen to Max PC, but they put one out, like, I don't know, every month or not even that. I would listen to Max PC if it was just Gordon Owens. That's no, literally, that is why I would listen to their (laughs) podcast because he has, like, uh, I don't don't think they call it Rant of the Week, but it's like Gordon Owens 
rant every podcast. Ung. He's, he's so like, good. I told I told Bob to follow him because I told Bob that he is like Gordon Ung and him are the same person. Yeah, they kind of are actually. <laughs> the best thing is that his Twitter account says fake Gordon Ma Ung, and Bob didn't believe me that that's really him. He's like he's trolling everyone that tries to follow him. It really is him, though. It, it really is him. Best Twitter account besides. <laughs> <laughs> so this next question man this one blindsided me because we've had a lot of variations of weird questions you know like kill fuck marys and uh you know two in the chamber you know who do you shoot all those kind of deals you know would you rather nick fenton ends up on the bottom of all those questions yeah yeah last week we killed nick yeah, like so 30 times last question, week. did nick listen to last week's podcast no um, I'm not going oh, to now. Go ahead and listen to the <laughs> no, Twitter. Site. I'm not going to. <laughs> we have a rousing discussion that involves you and you and Joseph Stalin and Hitler. <laughs> yeah, that we actually thought we stunk the podcast oh, last that segment mainly because Jeez. I might have said that Hitler had a plan. <laughs> well, I think he oh did God. have a plan. Okay, we're going back there, and it's no, just we're not. not... Going back. Let's not go. Right. Let's go. Let's... So you Alex Krasnikov last yeah. week. Yeah. Alex Kraski asks, <laughs> if you can have a baby with one animal, which animal and why? Now, let me count. John is shitting. This. Sorry. He said, he said in the sh- chat to say that he's shitting. So. <laughs> That's the best chat we may have ever had. There are fire trucks outside of John's house right now, listeners. So he had to mute his mic. So he's shitting. He's shitting. <laughs> Those um, are directly related. Every time he sees a fire truck, he shits. It's just can't control his sphincter. All right, don't make fun of him. Let it go. So, if you could have a baby with one animal, which animal and why? My question is: Do we have to have sex with the animal? Dude, yes. Or, yeah. I, yeah, I think that's I want to do it a... with a rhino. You ever seen a rhino dick? That is wow. Gross. You want to receive? No, wow. God. <laughs> Dude, I want to I want to film it and then die and be more famous than Mr. Hands. Oh my god! <laughs> god no, <laughs> what would your name be? Most thing you've ever said. And you would you said, be like? Oh, would you be like? Oh, your name could be like Doctor Ivory or something. Doctor Ivory. Can you imagine I become a super villain out of that accident? <laughs> that would be your Mr. Hands name. <laughs> That is your Mr. Hand's name. <laughs> Doctor. Oh we should give everyone a Mr. Hand's name with, for the so animal that they pick. Doctor, Dr. I'm Dr. Ivory. Holy shit, that's good. I don't know. I feel I like I want to say after that. Uh, uh, <laughs> Alright, well, my caveat was going to be you didn't have to have sex with it. was artificial insemination nope. and that kind of it's, it's it up. You have to. That's, it's got to be. Right, you have to impregnate them? Because then right. it just adds the extra layer of like, what the fuck. God, that's tough. At first I would say like a monkey because it's closest to a human, but that's still oh, like... No monkeys, no, no. Honey badger. Dude, you wouldn't have a dick at the end. <laughs> that's true. Dude, you also would oh, not get oh. snuggle afterwards because honey badger just doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, it doesn't care about your emotions. <laughs> I would have, I would, I would have uh, sex with uh, a fisher. Oh my god, that's Scott. Yeah, no, a fisher. But those are a real thing. You keep, you always send me pictures of fishers. Like, <laughs> it's just a picture of a very anal fishers. No, they're like uh, they. What what do they actually do? Are they in water? Or do I think fishers? They, they're land, but they're like yeah, in big water. It's like a like like a land otter. 
Yeah, basically. Would you? Would you really have sex with that? Um, no, I feel like I'd like a mink, like a mink, and use it as a condom. Like it would just like because <laughs> they're long and like slanky, you know? Huh. I don't know. What would you, I guess maybe I would less focus on what I would want to have sex with and more with the baby. Cause then it's a hybrid human and yeah, that was my whole yeah, thing. Yeah. It's a hybrid human and animal. So honey what, badger hybrid. That dude. could be a crazy combo. Um, indestructible. <laughs> indestructible. Okay. I think having sex with a pterodactyl, if there was any a pterodactyl, uh, yeah, why not? Well, you, I would say pterodactyl. Like Whatever. Ter- I say pterodactyl. I'm from the south, okay? Pterodactyl. You're not from the south at all. <laughs> Pennsylvania is directly in the south. Do you not know geography? All right, fine. Even uh, if you were from the south, that's not how people in the south would say it. You know what? No, because <laughs> then, the what else? Talk about dinosaurs a lot? There'd be a pterodactyl. Ter- pterodactyl. Anyway, because then you Sign would... Sign to someone pterodactyl. from the south. Yeah. Anyway, you'd have wings and you'd be half human. and That could be, that could be cool. I don't know. Fly around. I actually think a bird is a bird is an any bird. Can you imagine having sex with one of those things? I don't know if I could do that. That's weird. What about like a penguin? You want to fuck (laughs) a penguin, Brandon? I'm just, I mean, I just figured it might be some interesting discussion. Could I rest my dick on its feet like it puts the eggs? (laughs) (laughs) Keep my dick warm in the Arctic? (laughs) Oh my god. Oh, oh my uh, god. Okay. Well, this question got real deep. Because yeah. Alex, we found out Alex's inner desires. Really Dr. Ivory. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Ivory. I'm just going to know why. Yeah. <laughs> and note to all so listeners, next... don't try to go and watch any, any Mr. Mr. Hands. Hands. It'll, it actually leads you to a very, very dark place on yeah. the internet. Really don't do that. <laughs> You don't want to. Dude, Space Sticks is scared of Mr. Hands. All of a sudden, yeah. you'll be wondering what Mrs. Hands is, and it doesn't. Oh, oh, God. You said it the other night, one night, and I had to go look at it, and it was just like, oh, this is a bad place. Uh, so let's go to a much better place. Yeah. Let's go to another question. <laughs> Space Word Carpet asks, what's your favorite martial arts movie? This is tough. There's a lot of good, great martial arts films. Anything with Chuck Norris. <laughs> just Drum. anything Chuck Norris yeah um, um there's a lot of good good Asian movies I think movies. the uh the only real answer is Three Ninjas I was gonna say Three Ninjas I didn't know if anyone as a joke but that's not a serious answer if you go back and actually watch Three Ninjas one of the funniest things ever or any of the movies is that all their stunt doubles are like triple their size and clearly Asian if you like <laughs> it's if you slow it down for even half a second it's so obvious so that was always classic to watch. Man, Bloodsport is a is a sweet Ooh. flick. Bloodsport is Anything a sweet Bruce flick. Lee in general is fucking amazing. I like yeah. uh, yeah, Eatmon. Sure. Eatmon was good. Yeah, Eatmon's really good. Uh, Hero is probably my favorite, to be honest. Hero with Jet Li. Yeah. Oh, yep. yep. Hero. Asian, Asian film. Uh, Mulan. <laughs> it's a great martial art. Oh, Donnie Yen's in that too. Donnie Yen's a beast. That guy is—he's Itmon. That's Donnie Yen. Yes. Um, he is in here. Maybe as one well. that's slightly underrated, but I really liked. I don't know. Unleashed with uh, Unleashed is awesome, yeah. dude. Unleashed is awesome. Um, there's a few. Have you ever seen Marin Tao? Mm. Look it up on. Uh, look it up on. Uh, uh, 
Netflix. It's on there. The same guys who made Marantown made The Raid, which just came out. Yes, in I still haven't seen Everyone Tells Me I Need to See It. And uh, I know Diction would say it wasn't out around here anywhere, so I couldn't mm-hmm. see it. But it's been uh, it's it's been pretty much everyone saying it's amazing. So yeah, I would say that. I think John's still muted. Maybe he says Three five. Ninjas. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, Three Ninjas is probably John's John's favorite martial arts movie. There's so many too, but uh, all right. Ooh, this is a good question. This is a good question. I think it's Alex is watching Mrs. Hands. <laughs> oh my god, oh, dude, that oh is god. horrid. Please don't describe yeah, it on the don't, podcast. Don't. I ask you. Um, can I read the next one? Yes, go ahead. Tino's at Tino's fourteen S. If you guys fight the Lolcast at the Lolcast at PAX. Who comes out on top? Now, out of, this is some interesting phrasing because we all know that we both love penis, both of the cats. Right. Yeah, both podcasts. So who comes out on top? Is this who is having who with who? Or are, are we, we night talking? Yeah, the wall cast. It's, it's, you have to be just specific. a giant. What did royal you do collage? Well, I think we just we outman them. We have <laughs> yeah, we have more numbers. Have four. We have, we have yes. the numbers. They have, uh, they have Tank Jones, Andy Irish. Yeah. Dude, I'm scared of Andy Irish. I feel like Andy Irish. Like he's, he's worth ten people because he's he a would fucking Mike Diction yeah. and like one other guy. I think one or two other guys. Maybe he knows, he knows we have like ten people honor, though. Like so. Yeah, I think we'd have. <laughs> we got John too. Also, why would we fight yeah. a bunch of fishing poles? So yeah, I was gonna to say they don't point. they don't define who comes out on top could be who catches the most fish at packs. Which yeah. <laughs> they would definitely design. challenge us to a cast off. I'm thinking because yeah. I mean, do, be... th- does the log cast have a 14 footer out in the lake? <laughs> aluminum boat. <laughs> a 14 footer. <laughs> a 14 footer aluminum boat over there. Nick Nick tweets me a picture of his 14. No, I, I don't think I tweeted it. You texted yeah, it. I did. Yeah, I, I definitely sent you. I, I did see my 14-foot aluminum boat this weekend. Does does the law cast have anyone on on their podcast who is a supervillain to the beaver community? <laughs> I don't think we so. We do have a YouTube supervillain. You. Dr. Ivory. Dr. Ivory. I'm not fucking Please don't do a YouTube channel and have it be that dude, got, that dude got fucked by a rhino. He's got superpowers. I'm not messing with him. <laughs> what happens when one man gets fucked by a rhino? <laughs> This story. Chris Hansen comes in. <laughs> Can you imagine the rhino? The rhino walks into the house. What are you doing here? <laughs> rhino just fucking kills everyone on the set. He spears Chris Hansen with his horn. God. Wow, this is. And then the, the pedophiles just run over Earth. It's just rampant with pedophiles. That, I mean, we can't get yeah, rid we of. We can't have that happen. Chris Hansen is the is the finger. He's the, in the only person that can pedophilia in the world. This is going to be an extra special episode oh, at this rate. Jesus, bring the pedophile balance of the universe. Next up, wow, we haven't been ever asked to give love advice before, yeah. so this is a first. Mm. Um, <laughs> I don't know that you want our love advice after we had sex with the rhino on this episode, but uh, Hank Hiltonton <laughs> asks, I'm a 19-year-old virgin. How do I get a girlfriend? Whew. Wow. Oh. Wow. Well, wow. Advi- since John is here, I'll give you the advice that he always gave me. Just find a hole. He always <laughs> just find a hole. 
That was John's advice for a really can, long time. Can I just time. say, I think he's asking the wrong questions. He says, I'm a 19-year-old virgin. How do I get a girlfriend? You should be saying, how do I get laid? Why are you trying to, to get locked down? Yeah, right dude, now? basically you asked, yeah. how do I not get laid and get a lot of grief? Is what you <laughs> asked. Yeah. Pee, yeah. pee on her leg. Pee on her leg. Tell her that she has a jellyfish sting? <laughs> on her leg? No, just pee on her, and if she doesn't like it, fuck her anyways. <laughs> rape let it be known that the kb mod podcast does not officially endorse that advice we don't endorse that advice and if anything happens we are not liable nobody actually holds the views of the kb mod corporation <laughs> not yet maybe no one of us actually speaks for kb mod yeah because that would be terrible yeah. um <laughs> i would, I would uh, say go yeah, to college and it's just bound to happen go to college yeah brandon had sex in college guys Pretty early on in college. Solid. And if Brandon Solid. can have sex in college, anybody can. I've been because Brandon was playing like as fucking as seventeen as hours of World of Warcraft a day in college. Still getting laid. That's a pretty conservative <laughs> estimate. You stop spreading lies, boy. I've been with the same woman for eleven years, so I can't really tell you what to do at She's 19. super hot, though. Yeah, and she's awesome. She lets me do this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you would have if you would have asked how to get a boyfriend, I think there probably would have been better. If it was your boyfriend, I never let you go. Oh my god, please! That's really. I give you the only actual serious advice: being nineteen myself, confidence at this age. It doesn't matter if you don't have the body to back it up. It doesn't matter if you don't have the brains to back it up. You just have to have confidence. Well, if also being can. nineteen years old, I can give you advice: buy a flashlight. <laughs> That might be the all-time greatest quote ever <laughs> podcast. That's, I'm done. I just solved that problem. Do I get a show with Oprah now? <laughs> and in the background, this gif of a man shooting a rocket into another man's ass. Continues <laughs> man, this podcast isn't half of what it is if you can't see the Skype chat right now. Oh it's, my that's God. pretty damn true. I'll just tweet this now. <laughs> Go back on Dan's Twitter is that log. Like gay porn Robocop? <laughs> <laughs> Look at the follow through he has. Look at the, he has follow through on that rocket. Yeah, he like falls into it. Oh, it's pretty sweet. I... <laughs> Uh, we should just do a podcast where we talk about we describe gifts. Gifts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So next, all right. Next from uh, from at I have no name Coys in all caps. Coys. Yes. Would you recommend a first timer? Would you recommend a first timer buy a six eighty with a pre installed water block like EVGAs, or install their own block? I would recommend you don't water cool. Uh, yeah, water sucks. Yeah, I would say if you're a first-timer to PC building, I wouldn't buy water block at all. I would just buy an air card. But if you're if you're saying you're a first-timer to water cooling, then I would say probably install your own. Because then like, you're, you're figure it out anyway. I mean, right, you're I mean gonna, if, if you're going to do it more, you need to figure it out at once. Op- yeah, optimally, it you'll get told to not water cool because it air is just as good these days. Yeah, I mean, yeah. personally, I, I don't think I would spend the money on it, but because I don't know what you mean by first-timer, like first-time PC builder or just first-time with water cooling, I would say if you're going to water cool, read up on it, and I would probably go custom because otherwise it's probably better to just stay air. 
It's always <laughs> better to just stay there. Yeah. Less hassle. Yep, I agree. So, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna skip this question. I don't like this question. Wow, wow. I wanted to answer that question we too. All right, we'll go for it. I like the way it's worded. Oh, and now now the guy's gonna know that you didn't want to ask his question yeah, too. Now we're asking it. I'll ask I'm it fine with fast. that. I'll ask it real fast. I suck there rooster. What a name, by the yeah. way. Can we all just say the answer at one time, though? Yeah. The answer honestly. is there is only one okay, answer. We'll say it. we'll do a countdown. Ready? Once you, we have to ask the question. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have to play an FPS multiplayer on console. LOL. LOL. Online. Which one and why? All right. Three, Ready? two, two one. one. Halo. Halo. Five, Three, two. Halo. <laughs> Halo is the right answer. Halo's I just like exact. the way this is the way this answer, this question is phrased though. You have to play FPS multiplayer on console a lot. Period. It's like a declarative <laughs> statement, and I say no. <laughs> it's, that's my answer. No, you don't. I don't have to. If like if if like if the question was imagine that you have to play, then I would imagine it. But you're just telling me I have to, and I'm saying no. Since the collage question, we just murder the, the <laughs> listener's grammar and set structure every oh time. Oh my god. Uh, Halo. So, itchy, itchy poner with another great discussion. Does he have multiple question. questions this cast, or no? I guess if if every one. podcast member was food, what, which would they be? Mm. Uh, <laughs> strawberry loops. Ben would be some like rotten. Surely I would be oh, rhino I testicles. That would be peach flavored edible underwear. <laughs> oh my god, that sounds so good. That is specific. Oh, I like it. I want to be. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> that is the worst synthesized flavor ever. It's not even the fact that you're edible underwear. It's the fact that you're peach. <laughs> that it's peach. I love peach. Wait, what's wrong? I with like peach? peach. What's wrong with peach? No peach. You eat a peach. It tastes like a peach. You eat anything that's yeah, peach flavored. Well, it's like what the fuck like, is yeah, this? Like artificial be? peach is it's sketchy sometimes. It depends. Peach is a good flavor. Fuck I feel you. like I I could be like. Uh, like Natty Light. It's not food. That's drink. <laughs> Brandon, I feel would be like like foie gras or something, <laughs> something really sophisticated. Yeah, Brandon's would be really complicated. I'm gonna yeah. be a Philip Mignon. <laughs> <laughs> like that Philip Mignon. I'd be like a pack of Sugardale hot dogs. <laughs> like a cheap. That's <laughs> <I'd> spam. <laughs> I'd be some food that like. Like from a corporation that totally sold out and doesn't give a fuck about anyone's health. Can I be Jenkum? Jen- what? what? Do, you don't know? Uh, I guess it's not really a food. <laughs> what is Jenkum? It's it's fermented uh, human waste. <laughs> you take the fermented gases and you what? inhale it. Oh my <laughs> god! This is why we shit on Nick Fenn because he shits on himself worse than we'll ever do it. Wow. Literally, and then he puts it in a bag and smells it. <laughs> All right, oh. Tyler for the win, ass. This is, we just answered this quickly. A train going 60 miles per hour leaves Pittsburgh traveling to L.A. This is funny. Which is, which is 2,000 miles away. How long does it take for APL Fisher to sell out? I like, <laughs> I'm going to go, I'm going to tear this one apart again. I By like the time he hits Cleveland. <laughs> I don't like word problems, so I don't know. You can't answer this. But but you weren't from <laughs> Pittsburgh, which I found really funny. Oh, yeah, you aren't from Pittsburgh. That's true. You're from um, the fucking shittiest city in the country. Okay. 
<laughs> All right, here comes rapid fire to end. Rapid fire yeah, to end the cast. Nick KB might ask, what is your spirit dildo co- color? Go. Robbing blood Jake purple. Them. Periwinkle. Cheerful. Boom. Dan Jarvis asks, this is actually a good question. Uh, <laughs> what is your favorite hangover food? Taco Bell. Curry. Curry. Probably beer. pizza. Dignity. Be- yeah, more beer is actually the correct <laughs> Dignity. Dignity. <laughs> Dignity. You're Jenko. My favorite hangover food is definitely Jenko jeans. <laughs> All right, we're skipping that one. It's too, it's too many, too many answers. All right, Ryklos asks, "How much base could a base god base if a base god could base god?" Never. Never. Forty-two. <laughs> Nick Fan. Bitch, 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 bitch. <laughs> Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> Ellen DeGeneres. Ellen DeGeneres. Langston LOL asks, how many bricks would be shat if Linus Tech did an unboxing of KB Mod swag? A million. Yeah. I'm such a fanboy. <laughs> Next, Garretson asks. Fucking Garretson. Oh, we know the K- question, answer to this one. Nick Fenton from being murdered by me. I'll preemptively answer. <laughs> Who from KB Mod will die first and from what? It depends yeah, how it fast I can find a rhino to fuck. Yeah. It, I mean, it's, <laughs> it in the, oh, sure. If it's God. if it's not me, it's Alex. But I mean, if it is me, Alex will follow shortly. Dr. Ivory is going down first. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, but that's the thing, though. Once once APL gets wind that I might die first, he's yeah. got to be the first on that bandwagon. So he's going to do it himself. Yeah, that's true. Up. Yeah, I always want to be first. I think it's gonna be Nick Fenton dying from Jankum. Fucking makes it. This Wikipedia article reads like an Urban Dictionary article. It basically is. <laughs> oh, last question. Oh my God! An orange asks the government has developed a hat that gives the wearer super strength. What color is the hat, and who would you give it Gabe to? Newell. Valve yeah. developed that hat for the government. First off. <laughs> It's a Valve hat conspiracy. The hat is purple, and I give it to myself. Yeah, so. I would wear it. I give it to Nick Hanton, because even with Nick Fenton with super strength, he's still a huge fucking pussy. Wow. <laughs> I would, it would be a pink hat, and I would give it to Michael Malley from Nickelodeon Guts. <laughs> so he could use his super strength, super strength to lift Mount Everest, bring it back to America... And then we would have bring it back to America, like they hey, before stole we it from before you? before we end this Casso, can we give a shout out to Ginger Bomb? Congratulations on your Diablo account getting hacked, bro. He just tweeted, "Where did fuck did all my Diablo go?" Oh go. God! Congratulations, Congrats. buddy. Have a great time. I think like seventy percent <laughs> of the people that play Diablo that I know have gotten hacked at least. But anyway, all right. 